are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. And welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Bought the TV. What was it? How much? 349? 50. It's it's a 4K HD. Uh, LG. 55, right. LG. LG 55-inch HD 4K TV. Yeah. For how much? 350. 350. That's a good deal. Doesn't make any sense. I even talked to the they're guy. Just, they're just giving it away now. I, I, I think there's something wrong with it. I think there might be something wrong with it. It has to be. 55 inch tweak. 55 inch. Doesn't make sense. Those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week and we rant along the way. We're live every single Thursday. Well, 43 weeks of the year, anyway. Uh, Thursday nights here on mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. Um, we are on iTunes and also on anchor.fm, which just got bought out by Spotify. So we will be on Spotify, uh, in the future. So, yeah. So appreciate you guys coming out to the show. Like I said, we're live every single Thursday and we talk about games and rant about shit. And that's what we do on today's show. We're going to be talking about EA, how they, didn't make their their fiscal quarter and they're losing their they're hemorrhaging money. They're not, but they're, but they're, no, no, they're, hold they're on. not hemorrhaging. I know they're but they're losing stocks. I'm saying it's a big chunk. Look, if I if my stocks drop sixty percent, sixty percent, yeah, I'd be shitting yeah. a brick, right? So we're talking about that. We're talking about Anthem about the DLC that's coming out or the yeah, well the the road ahead for Anthem. We're going to talk about violence in video games in Pennsylvania. They're charging a. They're trying to again. Right. They're trying to do... A, it's called a syntax. A syntax, a 10% syntax on that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Crackdown 3 and how people are disappointed so far. It's not even out yet. It comes out next week, the 15th. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Disney, very happy. They're very happy with EA, with the licensing they're doing with, with Star Wars. We'll, we'll talk about that. Disney's like the like a person who's been on too many pills. Right. Like they don't they don't know how to make games. We already know they don't know how to make games. Right. So they're like, I don't know. I don't understand. They, right. I thought the last game was really good. The last <laughs> Battlefront was incredible. It was Star Wars. You guys did a Star Wars game. Star Wars and I game. saw Star Wars people in the game. It's like it's like those people you see in the movie. Like it's like body snatchers. Like they're talking, but they're not even in the body anymore. Right. Like, right. We're very happy with EA's we're progress all, all in Disney here. games. We're all good here. Thanks. For, thanks for asking. Xbox or Xbox Live, is coming over to the Switch. That, I, that, I told that, you. I don't understand that, though. I don't understand. Like, Uncle Nintendo, what, what kind of deal did they make with Uncle Nintendo? The Nintendo said, yeah, we want Xbox Live mobile now. Let's do this. Here, like, I don't... Here's the I'm thing, confused. right? If they, if they get Xbox Live over on Switch, they've now opened up themselves where they won't leave the Switch. They can have their friends and stuff on the Xbox and still... So I can play the games on the Switch. I'm not really sure. We'll read the article they, a bit. Like um, if it's if it's if it it's brings disless, the games disless, right? If the games are it's not disless, all the games. No, no, no. no I'm games. just saying some. <clears throat> if they if they are able to stream games, 
and then the 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 switch becomes the hardware that I'm streaming to. Right. 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 Yes. Then I get to play Xbox games on the switch. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I'm, I'm, so you're going to have Xbox live. You'll have your friends list and a whole bunch of other things. I'll read the article later uh, on that. And then we're going to talk about the most popular game on the planet right now, which is Fortnite. I mean, not Fortnite. It's Apex Legends, um, which came out of left field, even though they've been in development for at least nine months that we know of. We'll talk about that on the show as well. So let's start off. We'll start off nice and slow, right? We'll start off nice and slow. Uh, we'll talk about the violent in uh, video game tax proposal in Pennsylvania. This is the, uh, oh, that's not it. There it is. Good Lord. The violent video game tax proposed in Pennsylvania. Politicians want the tax uh, violent video games 10% extra. Now, they've been trying to do this for a while. Fuck off. Like it just, I, don't, I, I don't even know if we should donate any time to this, right? If, if they're serious about charging an extra tax for violence in video games. Just in video games. Then just what happens games. to the books, magazines, exactly. movies, like every other facet of violence that people are intake? Right. Like it's just, this is preposterous. I, I, well, if they're going to, if they're going to charge for movies and books and video games, then they also have to charge a 10% violent tax on alcohol. Okay. <laughs> and a deduction, maybe, maybe 10% less for, for marijuana. Cause no one's really violent when they're on marijuana. Right. right? I should so get a discount on, you get a discount on that. Yeah. So just like you said, you, you nailed it on the head, right? So they're trying to pass this and they're, the politicians in Pennsylvania are saying the reason school shootings are going up is because of video games. Bullshit. There's no studies. There's nothing about it. It's just someone saying, well, this person plays a video game. He's a teenager. He plays video games. He's violent. And that's why it happened. Not because, not because of home environment. Psychotic medications. Right. No, not, not no, because not of the, the, the medication he was on because ADD and he was on another pill or something. Not because the parents are not paying attention to what their kids are doing. Not because of the environment the person's in or what he's taught or not taught, what is correct or not correct. Nope. It's video games. It's video games for people. We, putting... Listen, we, we cycle through this like every few years. Every they, few wake up out of, they wake up out of a coma. They have to blame something. And they're like violence in video games causing all the problems. Tax it. My job's done. Why is it? Run, I'm going to run for governor. I'm going to put a stat out there. Why isn't violence on the rise? Because maybe kids are playing with themselves too much, right? Maybe they're just jerking it too much and they're becoming violent, right? It, where's the, where's the study on down. that? No, you not, don't know. Not masturbating would make you no, angry. No, I think maybe masturbation. masturbation if, if they can say something, I can say anything too. Masturbation rises violence in school shootings, right? I mean, it's ridiculous. They have no, they have no basis on it it's just someone saying well this kid played video games so this means he's violent because of this <clears throat> which they don't right how the hell would the would, would the tax stop it exactly it's only 10 percent. that's my that's my next thing that's my next thing right they're raising it 10 percent. so here's the difference between violence and not violence ready a game right now is at 60 dollars. with the tax that's set right now at six percent comes out to about 64 dollars. okay 64 dollars for a game of violence. Now to stop violence, we're going to put a 10% a 10% tax on it and someone well, goes, "No, they're going to use the money to open up care centers and but therapy it's things." It's $70. Like, what are we talking it's about? 6 extra bucks. Yeah, but it's 6 extra dollars on top of everything, bro. Millions and millions. That's how the taxes work. They, no, I understand they, that. They, they 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 tell you that it's going to be for this glorious thing. They're going to put away this money and they're going to open up these giant <laughs> beautiful gold palaces of 
of wellness Sorry, centers. I it just, it's a crap. It's crap. It's crap. Right. The first listen. The first thing I want to do is identify if any of these guys who might want to make these laws have children and target them. I want to target their kids. I want to target their kids with microtransactions. All right, bad candy and violent okay, video games, loot boxes. Like I want to just keep targeting their kids. And then when they, when he goes, why why is my why did we get charged three grand last year for Xbox Live? Right, right, right. I want to just keep doing crazy stuff to the to the, to these lawmakers' kids. So they like. <laughs> What is it? I don't understand what's going on. Oh, it's the it's the violence. The violence is making your kid use the credit hey. card to buy microtransactions. Hey, if they if they have a box at colleges now for hugging a crying booth, why can't they have a masturbation booth? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But but just think how crazy it, it, it will get, right? It'll get it so crazy that you can't hug somebody out in the open. That's they're gonna have to have a hug a hug center or like a a hug area right where there's like a the tuition now the tuition it's now okay to hug somebody because if you hug somebody that doesn't want to hug well it's your dorm right that's assault right it's not if good I enough hug somebody that doesn't want to be hugged that's assault right so i have right. to make sure that i'm hugging somebody are you in a hug zone right you have to be in a hug zone you gotta be in a, a hug, hug zone. zone it's called bring yeah. it in it's called bring it in it's the bring <laughs> it in zone bring it <laughs> bring it in zone it's the bring it in zone yeah. it's right next to the crying booth yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, and then <laughs> and it's gonna be like a tent that looks like a snow globe, so the snowflakes can stay inside there. The snowflake center. Yeah. It's the snowflake center. Yeah, snowflake zone. Yeah. Right. Everybody who's crying because they got picked on for the day stand inside the booth right next to the hug zone, so they can just hug it out. Yeah. It, it's 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 going to it's going to <laughs> shit fast, bro. It's going to shit fast. Should be a snowflake tax as well. Anytime you feel. This is how we this is how we correct it, ready? If you feel in, insulted in any way or offended in any way, okay, I should say offended, not assaulted. All right. If you feel offended in any way, you have to pay a tax. Right? Watch how quick people won't feel offended if they have to pay a tax. It's like a swear jar, right? I feel oh. offended. Here's a dollar. Watch how many times you don't get offended anymore if every time you get offended you had to put a dollar in the jar. Bro, you're walking around with a permanent wedgie. It's fine. I ain't, I ain't giving them a dime. <laughs> I'm not offended. I'm not offended. <laughs> you're offended. You've got a sign on your back that says pussy. Is <laughs> he not going to take that off? Nope. Not paying the tax. Nope. No nope. taxes here, buddy. No. Nope. I'm going to wear the sign with pride and keep my money. I got to pay for that violent, violent video game tax. Uh, it's it, it. It becomes it becomes so clouded because. The suits, the problem with the, the people, the people that make the laws, they're not, they are not connected at all to actual, this Re kind of reality, culture, video right. game culture, right. like reality, they don't get it right. Just like I have no idea what type of buggy whip to use while going to the market back in like 1890. Okay. Right, right. I have no idea what kind of buggy whip I should be using. Not the harder one or the, so I don't know. So that it's the same thing. Like they have no concept at all. All out they know of, is left field analogies. My kid here. is playing a game, and he's violent, and then he tears out of the house and goes punches a dog. I'm blaming the I'm blaming the video game. Like I don't, I don't. There's no correlation. And and they and the worst is the worst is it cycles every three years, and it takes them that long to to fund bad studies with inappropriate facts, and then use them as clout. For their argument, right? For their three, argument, three years right. later, back in back in 2016, we ran a 
a conclusive study of uh, three kids <laughs> in a mental ward and uh, oh wait, what not mental ward? Uh, in a school, <laughs> and uh, every time they played the game in the in the school, they uh, they were violent. So we need to discuss this tax, right? Right. Uh, no, ridiculous. No. All right, so this no. this next story is going to make people angry as well. So you might you might you mean get, you might need people hug. like me. Well, the game's been. We, when did we see the trailer original trailer for Crackdown Three? Was it two thousand three years 16? ago, or was it two thousand fifteen? Three years was twenty. I think it was E three twenty sixteen. Was it E three two sixteen? I thought it was fifteen. Well, it I might. think it was the year we first started the show. I think it was the summer of the first year we started the show. We started in May, and I think we saw footage that E3 of 2015. I really think we did. Anyway, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I don't I'll be honest, I don't think the game's coming out this year. It is. No, it's coming out next week. It's coming out next week, but here's the here's the situation. People have already started playing it. Okay, Crackdown 3. Crackdown 3. People people started playing it like early early uh, testing and stuff, and the graphics and some of the reviewers are saying that it looks like PS2 graphics, right? What they were talking about way back when was this fully destructible environment. The power of the cloud, bro. That would happen in multiplayer the and in power single player. Of the cloud. And now it's only happening in multiplayer. And it's not as earth-shattering, groundbreaking as it was. Yeah, the graphics don't look anything like what we showed. Yeah. I, saw, I saw the footage. Yeah. It doesn't look like anything that they showed us. No, they say it, it looks like a PlayStation 2 game. Yeah, that's not Which good. is ironic because it's on the Xbox. That's right? not that's not good. It's so bad. It doesn't even look like Xbox graphics. It looks like PlayStation Two. I, see, I, what I think with, with a game like that, I, like I'm I'm trying to put myself in the developer's head, right? I think with a game like that, I think that they overreached, and then tried to catch up. Like the the their their intent of what to do was grandiose. They couldn't reach it, so they had to scale back, and then they couldn't really. It, they couldn't really polish it, so they had to they had to pull it back some more. It's it's they went they went too far. They they, they tried to do a lot. They tried to do more than they possibly wanted. To, they wanted to get like the best possible thing, but it was too much. Like it's 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 not possible to do what's in their mind that they want to do with current hardware, possibly. But that power of the cloud nonsense, like i understand where they're trying to get what they were trying to do like completely destructible environments but like for me you say completely destructible environments i just pick up the phone and go hey dice what about what, what about happened in battle Bat 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 company two yeah with fully destructible environments why don't you got why don't you call up you know help them out with the fully destructible environment yeah i i don't understand when when certain things like this happen sort of like sort of like when um when madden came out with something and then they take it out and they bring it back five years later and they say it's it's new. New. Right. When when Bad Company came out, which is what, 2009? But you do Eight? realize, you do realize that in the minds of some of the gaming developers, not developers, but the publishers, they view the age brackets differently than we do. And so they assume that people at a certain age are not playing games anymore. So you're not going to remember. You're not going to remember five years ago because you're done playing games. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you played Madden. The ambulance came out, ran people over. Awesome. Like when I injured somebody, the ambulance came out. 
then I the love that. Used to just then the ambulance doesn't people. come back out ever again. But all of a sudden, like in 2000, 2014, the ambulance came back, and 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 everyone's like, "This is awesome." The ambulance came back, and right. the guy who's not playing anymore goes, "The ambulance is out." When I was playing, that right? Game, 19, 1994. Like, so they make it sound like it's new, but it's not new. Right. Yeah, it, it's just weird. So the fully destru fully destructible environment, they're like, oh, this is groundbreaking. I'm like, not really. It was it was in the game like almost 11 years ago, right? When did Battlefield Bad Company 2 come out? 2008, 2009? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Anyway, so people people are a little bit upset with Crackdown 3. I don't think, I don't think it's going to do very good at all. I think it'll be a blip. Well, here, here's the first question. It's like, what is it? It's it's crackdown. No, but I'm I'm asking, what is it? But that's what I'm saying. Um, it's, I'm I'm a it's, guy who doesn't know what crackdown is. It's just another crackdown. Describe the game to me. What is it? It's a is open it a world. Game? It's it's a co-op open world police guy. Like you're a super cop. You get super power abilities that you can do, and you can play the game however you want. Meaning you can kill the end boss first. Right, you can kill anybody or do anything you want. It's yeah, but, I'm, but am I am I am I ridding the the city, uh, ridding crime of yes. the city? You're, yes, you're a am super I getting cop. Rid of crime. Yes, you're you're a super cop getting rid of scumbags, uh, you know, uh, mob bosses and stuff like that. You're trying to decorrupt the city. So it's supposed to be to the left of uh, Saints Row. Uh, no, like this more no wacky, more wacky crazy. But I'm a cop going on. Mission. Nah, it's not more wacky crazy. It's more sci-fi-ish type of. Um, yeah, yeah, that's more a good like one. Just cause, like, just cause. It's just out there. It's just out there. Like, you can leap really tall, and the more you level up your character, the higher and farther you can jump, and the more powerful you get. It's fun. It's a fun game, but it's not is like it a, a game. looter. Is it a looter? Uh, no, it's not really a looter. Not really. You're really exploring the map and picking up abilities, right? So it's a it's a, it's a fetch quest type thing. But it's open sandbox. Like yeah, you literally just listening. spot I'm things. I'm bored listening to it. What's that? <laughs> I'm bored listening to it. Like I don't. It doesn't seem to grab me. Like I don't know what it. I'm not. I'm not sure what it is they wanted it's, it to be. It's a fun game. It's just basically they don't know it anymore, right? That, and well, that's my point. Right. And they tried to make it into a multiplayer game. So it's an it's a it's a PvP game now, and you can start. So if there's a sniper up in the tower, instead of shooting the tower and shooting him out of the tower, you can literally go to the bottom of the tower and blow the fucker up. Like just blow up the whole tower. So I mean, it sounds it sounds cool on paper. Well, think about how how fast a match goes, right? Because no one could ever blow up a tower before, except in Battlefield Bad Company Two, and they weren't they weren't towers; they were just buildings. But anyway, right. so there's a big skyscraper, and there's someone up there. Everything's playable. You can jump on the buildings, go in the buildings. Okay, but now, as soon as the game starts, everyone's just gonna blow up every building in the game, right? Everyone, every, there's gonna be no buildings well, standing. Well, but that's my point. That's what that's what the argument was in Bad Company. They're like, well, people just blow up the buildings, and now there's no cover. Um, yeah, that's like how, that's, that's how explosions hard. work. The match yeah. is the match is not supposed to go on in eternity. The match has a finite amount of time, and during that time, people are blowing up the buildings, and it makes it harder and harder for you to hold ground. <laughs> Do you remember? Because there's no place to hide. Do you remember when we played that game? Just off topic for a second. Not really off topic, but you played Battlefield Bad Company Two. You would be the the guy, um, the support guy who would call the who would call the airstrikes in. Order strike. You would get killed. Okay, I was a good support guy. I would your pack would be on the ground. I would use mine, pick up yours, use yours, pick up yeah. mine, use mine, drop mine, pick up yours, and it'd be unlimited. And there'd be like eight guys on the team all doing this, so it's just raining down. It just, just rain. Yeah. It would rain down mortars. Yeah, fucking amazing. I loved it. I loved it. 
Dude, I tried playing Crackdown 2 a few years ago, and it confused the hell out of me. It's just supposed to be a, just a, I'm bored, what kind of game to play, jump in. I, I get it. I'm, I'm a firm believer, regardless of how open world you went, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure that if we interviewed the majority of people who play video games, they want some type of structure for the game. You got to tell me what I'm supposed if to you, be doing, if you and play, then I figure out the badass ways to do it. Here, you just can't say, do whatever. No, no, no. Okay, free. this is what it is. Ready? It doesn't work. In one sentence, this is what it is. Cop, build up your super ability, kill the kill the bad guys. That's it. And scream at people because I'm Terry. It, no, well, you can get you can get Crackdown One right now for free. So uh, if you're on Xbox, you can get Crackdown One for free. Go play it. It's a fun game. It is a fun game. I just don't think Crackdown 3 will be like a speed bump. It's like going 100 miles an hour down the road and there's a speed bump and you're just like, and, and you just. I don't think, I don't think it has a chance because of the other games that are around it. I don't think it has a chance. It does because it's on Game Pass. Okay. That's the only reason. Right. right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's only on Xbox. Right. And it's on Game Pass. So okay, you don't it, have to, you don't have to buy it. It's an, it's an exclusive that's going to die on the vine because. It's surrounded by too many other games that people actually want to play. Yeah, no one's going to buy it. No one's, like, pre-ordering Crackdown 3. They're just going to get Game Pass and, and play the game. It's on, X, it's, uh, it's on Xbox, and it's on PC. I don't know if it's cross-play, though. I don't know if you can play Xbox versus PC. See, it, Maybe it, you it, can. It saddens me. It saddens me when, when developers are chasing games rather than making games. Right. Because if you spend X number of years chasing a game and you come out at the wrong time, there's too many there's too many people doing the same thing. It's all the same. And I'm going to just pick the one I want and you don't get like renowned from it. Right. Whereas if I'm from a developer team and I go, we're going to make this game, this is the kind of game we're making. And we may just make this kind of game and we go with it. Right. They I, I understand they're they're I. I there's too much in the sentence here. I, I don't believe that everyone needs to come out at the same time. They need to space out their, their releases. And I don't believe they, that these developers are need to chase each other. They need to be right. make their game. All right? I don't like how everyone has to pigeonhole everything into the same type of game. They, they make something similar, like this is our game. This is our version of it. This is our take. And everyone's like, I don't like it. It doesn't have this. I don't like it. It doesn't have this. That This game doesn't have that. That's not our, our vision. Right. Uh, there's the, the the verbiage used between doing what the gamer wants and having the developer have a game that's their own. Right. It's two different things. And they're mashing them together. They're like, well, the developer's not making the game that we want. Well, that's not quite how it works. You know, they have a vision for their game and they want to see who wants to play it. Right. Duplis, the, the reason it was advertised as the main game for Xbox One, because they were just launching Game Pass and they wanted crack Crackdown was supposed to come out a year ago. It was supposed to come out February or March of last year. It was supposed to be like the three-man combo, right? The three-game combo. It's supposed to be Crackdown, Sea of Thieves, and State of Decay 2. Yep. Okay? That was the three big games that were coming out exclusive, and it was supposed to all be on the Game Pass. But Crackdown got delayed. Sea of Thieves was lackluster when it first came out. And then uh, State of Decay 2 got delayed by like two months, I think, right? Because it came out, in, came out in May, didn't it? I, I believe it came out in May. Yeah, because Sea of Thieves came out in, in March. Um, so they were supposed to be the, th the, the boom, boom, boom. Like, get the game pass. You got Crackdown, you got Sea of Thieves, and you got State of the K2. That's what it was advertised for. That's what it was I advertised think, for. I think Peter Wellers should be the voice of the guy in Crackdown. I think everyone would buy it. I just think it's funny that they made the commercials with Terry Crews, 
if you just closed your eyes and listened to Terry screaming, you didn't know if it was an Old Spice commercial or if it was a Crackdown commercial. You, you, I, th- I think it's I think it's the same character. Well, it is. It's it's just him go, and he's just like screaming and stuff. You know, like you don't you have no idea. You have no idea if you came into the room and saw him on screen just yelling. You'd be like, oh, it's another Old Spice commercial. And you would walk out and then it'd be like Crackdown three coming out on an Xbox and you wouldn't know because you're like it's an Old Spice commercial. The, the, the game lost its identity. It's been delayed too long, and it's going to be sandwiched between games that other people are going to want to play before they play, even touch that game. Well, so here's here's a segue. It's going to be it's going to be killed off by a game like Apex. Yeah. Right? Apex Legends is free. It's on all platforms. Okay, it's going to have crossplay soon. That's the greatest. That's the greatest sneak attack so far. But before we talk about that, yep. Let's talk about EA with their whole the whole crash that's happening. Right. Let's talk about Battlefield Five. Okay, it fails to meet the sales target, and EA explains why. Okay, the game now sold 7.3 million units in about two yeah. months. Now, I said maybe about a month ago, we were talking about it, how it was a failure, and I said, well, it still sold about 5 million copies, and that was just me shooting out a number. And Sarge was like, well, it's still not good enough. And here we are, a month later, 7.3 million, which is two more million than I thought. Okay, which I I thought there was a good player base there, right? Because you don't, like I said, I've always talked about you don't need Red Dead or GTA numbers or Fortnite numbers to be a successful game. But for some reason in EA's eyes, you do, right? Because they were a million short of what they wanted to hit. They wanted to hit- Which, eight- I, think, which I think is funny. They're only, right. they're only a million short and that was, it's a travesty. We didn't make it. Right, but let's, let's think about that. 7.3 million- and we'll do an average of let's say forty-five dollars because they went on sale for a little bit. Okay, so what are we what are we talking about here? We got let me let me get my calculator out here. We got seven point three million. That's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's like okay, divided by forty-five. It's like two hundred and ninety million, close to three hundred million. Right, right. Like they've made good money. Now Jim Sterling did a video. Okay, on on YouTube. If you if you don't watch Jim Sterling, he's funny. I like his his humor. I like the way he does his research. He's not always right and stuff, but I love the way he always talks about the developers and how they're never enough. There's never a good enough money. In his newest video, he talks about he's like, I want you to picture this. Close your eyes and picture you're a game developer, right? Of an independent studio, and you made a game and your game sold seven point three million copies of that game. He's like that would be fantastic. You'd be screaming at the top of the world going, I just sold seven. Right. Not EA, though. EA is like, nope, not good enough. Just can't do it. It's like Activision. We sold $500 million worth. Nope, still not enough. When you are making so much money, okay, there's never you're never going to hit better than what you had. If you had one year where you, listen, if you won the lottery and you won $4 million, the next time you win the lottery, if you win the lottery again, and it's only like a million dollars, you're going to be like, that's ah, stupid, right? That's the mentality, right? Because now you are so rich that when winning the lottery, you're just like, nah, it's not good enough. A million dollars is not good enough. It's 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 going to stay like this for a while. It's unrealistic expectations Absolutely. For, for a business model that cannot be – it cannot be sustained this way. You cannot tell – what I want to know is what are they telling – what is EA telling their 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 stockholders, the investors? What are they telling them that time and time again, 
we haven't reached expectations. We haven't reached expectations. Like we haven't reached like every every couple months, you're telling me the same thing. So as an investor, what who are you listening to at this point? What what right. what what stockbroker? What guy are you talking to? Like, he's a good, he's a good, it's a good buy, bro. Right. Get it. Like everybody says, unrealistic unrealistic expectations. I don't I don't understand how people are still buying into it. So I don't I don't I don't get it. I'll read the Plus article. The fact, Plus the fact that, remember, remember, we talked about it briefly before. Remember, insiders of EA sold off a bunch of stock yeah. right, before right before all this. the fourth quarter, right before the fourth quarter uh, evaluation. Right. So the stock dropped. Remember, it, no, it didn't drop 20%. I think the number now re resides like 13 and a half or 15, something like that. It dropped. But that means they, they all knew it. Now, I think what they're going to do now is right before Anthem goes off, they're going to buy. A bunch right. of people are going to buy and then Anthem goes out. You know, nope. I, I think about I'm thinking about buying some just because it's eighty, it's sixty something dollars off its norm. Hold on like, a second, I'm Sarge. thinking maybe just for a quick woo, hold, hold on a get second. some money from EA and then sell out. I think we're getting uh we're getting robotic, we're getting robotic here. Oh, because we're talking crazy stuff. That's why. Yeah. Are you guys get picking that up on the stream? Missing what Sarge said because he he got all robotic. No. Okay. On my end, it happened. Stock right. market crash. <clears throat> So, okay, so the game sold a massive 7.3 million units in a time between launch in November and the end of the year, but this was 1 million short of EA's had projected, okay? As for why the game struggled, EA CEO Andrew Wilson said the marketing campaign failed to capture the attention of players. The campaign lacked a creative center, and the company said, though it shared no other details, Wilson added to the game's delay from October to November, hurt Battlefield Five because it meant, uh, it meant that the game was going up against titles already discounted for the holiday season, not only that, but Battlefield 5 struggled because of unprecedented competition, Wilson said. He mentioned Fortnite, Call of Duty, Black Ops 4, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Hold on a second. I'm not a CEO of a company, but when I saw the trailer, when I saw the trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2 two years ago, on this podcast, I said, if you have a game coming out at the time frame, Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out, change the time frame. Move it. You're going to lose sales to this game, right? When Rockstar comes out with a game, okay? Now, again, I'm not a CEO of a company. I'm just a gamer, okay, with a podcast, okay? And I'm smart enough to go, if you have a game coming out the same time as a GTA or Rockstar game, you fucking move it. You either get it out earlier or you get it out months later. While the die, why it dies off? Because not everyone's playing Red Dead Redemption now. You know what I'm saying? It's it's popular. They've sold 23 million copies to the, to date. Okay, and you don't hear Rockstar saying, "Well, we're disappointed. It, we, did, it didn't meet expectations. We, we really wanted to sell 28 million, right? No, you don't hear that. Plus, it's 2K, but you probably will hear something like that. Um, but the but the fact that you didn't know that your game was not going to sell going up again, how do I have information that these people don't? He's a CEO of a company boggles my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to touch this mind. one. I'm not even going to touch this one. I, I, I'm confused how they blame everyone except themselves. Right? You're not going to blame the fact that the game wasn't finished. You're not going to blame the fact that you tried to push an agenda. You're not going to. You're not. You're not going to push. The, you're not going to blame anyone else that you changed the game more to, to Call of Duty than to Battlefield. All, all this. There's a list of stuff that you. It's your. It's your fault. You guys decided to do this, and they blame everything else. It was a bad time slot. 
We didn't advertise correctly. If you guys aren't tired of hearing suit speak, like they have no, they're not grounded anymore. Well, right? we, they see they see numbers. They don't see what's going on. They don't see the market for what it is. They see what they can get away with. Well, first of all, personally, if I was the CEO of EA, which if anyone wants to hire me, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to come. Okay. If if I was in the lead of a company, that's to disown you. Okay. I would bring it back from 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 the fucking grave. People would love me. Oh, they're just going to come out with another, another soccer game, bro. Right. They, they'll be fine. No, no. What I'm saying is when Battlefield 1 came out, I would have not brought Battlefield 1 out. I would have pivoted before Battlefield 1 came out and made that Battlefield 5, which would be World War 2. I would have came out with a World War 2 game instead of a World War 1 fucking game. Okay, first off. Second off, right now, Battlefield 5 should have been Bad Company 3. Okay, is what it should have been. Because then you wouldn't have any of this drama with women in the in the war because it's modern day, okay? You can have women, black people, Spanish people, Chinese people, it doesn't matter, right? Because it's modern warfare, okay? Cuz that's how our military is nowadays, okay? It's just a mixture of people and so there would have been no problem with prosthetic arms and whatever else because it's in the modern day, right? So they would have saved themselves yeah, there. We have bionic bionic guys with arms and stuff would have been no problem. Right. Right, cyborgs and shit, whatever you want to do, right? But they pushed an agenda. Right. They did they did this on themselves. Now, let's let's fast forward here. Right? They talked about bring out Firestorm and the and their BR system in this in this game. Like they're just late to the party. Right. And they're doing it again by screwing themselves over because now Respawn came out, which is owned by EA, right? So let me figure this out, right? So Fortnite became popular in 2017, around September, between September and November of 2017. We know that Apex Legends has been in development now, okay, for at least, and I'm taking Almost this from, a year. I'm taking this from Shroud. Shroud said nine months ago when I was watching his stream, okay, this was two days ago, he said nine months ago they had a build that I played something and it was really unbalanced. I was like, oh, so he's been at least playing this for nine months, meaning they've developed it, I would say about two months before they showed it to anybody else, right? So it's been in development for, let's say, 11 months, almost a year. So right now we're in February. So let's say around April is when they started, right? When they started working on Apex, which was six months after Fortnite exploded. They announced Battlefield 5. They said way before that they were going to have a BR in Battlefield 5. EA knew they were making a BR game standalone free-to-play game from Respawn, right? Did they not, I would assume? Or did Andrew Wilson just, they're like, hey, uh, we want to go live on Monday. Oh, oh, what? What do we got? Oh, we got a, we have a BR. That's game? what it seems like. like no, no, that's what it seems like. <clears throat> it's because there's no advertisement. There's no nothing. They just let the they let the game speak for itself. They just release the game. Done. You you bypass all media, all review, all everything. You just play the game. You like it. You don't like it. Go. Right. It worked. I mean. With them doing this, they've done this for Titanfall. It seems like Respawn always gets sandwiched in between some stuff, right? Fortunately for them, Apex Legends is a really good game. It's a fun game, right? They've done really good stuff. We'll talk about that in a second. But if they knew this BR was coming out, and then they delayed Battlefield's BR, now you just released a free-to-play BR, free-to-play, right? You're sad about your numbers in Battlefield Five. You're releasing a BR game mode for Battlefield 5, but yet why would people buy Battlefield 5 now 
for their BR mode, team-based also, by the way, it's team-based, when you just released a free-to-play Battle Royale. Because you get them both ways. You're going to get the people that play B, you're going to get the people that play Battlefield, and you're going to get the people that are going to get the Apex because it's free, and then accidentally buy three skins. But don't you think, as a business, don't you think they would have rated on Apex for just one more month to get the sales numbers that, up high for Battlefield Five with the BR system in Battlefield Five? I don't believe EA. I don't believe EA knew they were releasing that game. How they're part of the company. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they did not know they were going to release that game. That's bullshit. I call bullshit. They I'm had to know. You. If EA doesn't know what their developers are doing, then what the fuck are they doing? No, no, they know what they're doing. I, what, my my theory, right, it's very simple. My theory is the fact that that game was basically headed towards Titanfall 3. And then they stopped making Titanfall 3. Well, they pivoted because there's like, we can make a BR game. Because we can make a BR game. Right. And they took the resources they were already putting into Titanfall 3 and turned it into that. Cool. That's what happened. Right. It is, it is cool. But I don't think that they told them that they were ready, that that was going to be ready yet. They knew they were making <clears> it, but they knew they could just release it. Because I, I believe they're trying to get anything out to get revenue for EA because it's the end of the... It's, you know right, it's saying? the fourth quarter. Like they're trying, they're trying the fiscal to year, stabilize right. the stock by getting some revenue in. But what I'm saying is, they would have made more revenue because people were wanted a BR mode, right? Call of Duty's out. People would have wanted to see the battle royale happen in Battlefield. They could have released that. They could have promoted that a little bit more. More sales would happen in Battlefield Five. Put Battlefield Five on sale. More influx of people would come in. You got the thirty dollars from them. You got the premiere pass from people. You got people coming in, right? It seems pretty smart. And then two weeks later, two weeks, three weeks later, all of a sudden you drop Apex, Apex Legends. And then people spent the $30, they spent the $60, they spent the Premier Pass, whatever they're doing for Origins. And they're like, wait a minute. They had a BR of this and then they came out with the, with the free to play? See, I, I, believe, I believe they knew what they were doing on, on this aspect because they... Remember, remember this, we, we've talked about this before where... We were going to get to the point where they're going to release a game without telling anybody. We did talk about this. They're going to avoid all the BS. Right. The way all they the did YouTube Apex, they were, that's genius, yeah. though. Yeah. That's genius. Because nobody can say nothing. Either you play the game or you don't, and you're reviewing the game live right then and there. Well, think about that. There's no, there's no hidden agendas. You, you, didn't bri you didn't bribe any writers. You didn't bribe right. any shills. It just the, We released the game. Well... They, they flew all the big content creators from Fortnite. Anyone that was playing a BR game, they flew out. They had this big, huge function. They took some pictures. And then all of a sudden, they told all the content creators that were at their place, they said, look, on this day, we're going to go live. And in the morning, I want all of you guys to be playing this when it launches. That's all you needed. It's the highest, it's the highest ranking game right now, all week, right? Yeah. In the first eight hours, they had over a million people download it. In the first 48 hours, they had 2.5 million people download it. And the game itself will pivot now. Okay. The game itself, Apex Legends, I've been playing it for the last two nights. I've been watching it since Monday. Okay. Is it a really good game? Does it have its balancing issues? Sure. It's a BR game, right? I don't like the tiered armor, but that's just me personally. I'm sure people love the tier ar tiered armor. What I think Apex has done, though, is they've set the new bar for BRs. They, they okay? innovated. They, they innovated. The UI and the, and the, communication system within the game itself where you can walk up to something point to a crate and then it says crate over here 
point to a weapon and say, you know, the, the P2020 here, point to a helmet, go helmet uh, stage one. You don't ever have to actually speak to anybody in the game. If you're playing with a bunch of randoms and don't want to speak, you can, you, you all know you're on a team. You all know you're going. If someone's attacking you, you click the right button on them and it says enemy over here. I need backup, right? Everything is spoken out for you in the game. Text to speech. If you type stuff out, it's already in there and it talks for you. So if you don't want to speak, you can just type it out. Boom. It'll, it'll talk for you. That's that's a standard now, though, in the in, in most games that do text to speech. Well, at least at least we know there are some people out there who are trying to innovate games that are coming out rather than chasing games. Uh, Duplass, some of them got paid and other ones just got flown out right to the event. Right. Because if you're a content creator to play a game before anybody else. So when it goes live, people will f follow you, and then you're already good at the game. You're going to make money off of that regardless, right? They know what they're doing. There are certain people like Shroud or Dr. Disrespect. I guarantee you it's like an appearance fee, right? You want me there? This is my fee to come and to come test your game out. But for other people that are brand new in the industry but they're still good in the, good with the game, they're getting flown there. You know, they get, they get fed. They get put up in a hotel. They, they get to put around, you know, they get little gift bags or whatever. But they know this is going to be good for them. That's why they're going, right? Content creators like going to capture events and stuff like that or to testing because they get to put input in and then they feel like they're part of the part of the whole thing. So Apex to me, I, it's a, it's a it, those of you that don't know what it is, it's a hero-based BR shooter, okay? It's it's like Overwatch with abilities. Right, it's ability based. It's a it's ability BR. So it's like Overwatch with abilities, but it's like Call of Duty blackout with the guns right but it's titanfall it's titanfall's mechanics of the shooting the shootings i have to say i think the shootings almost if not better than bungie with destiny it's just crisp man it's crisp it's so good it's so fun to shoot and once once you get it used to it it's just spot on i love the movement like you get to slide and there's grappling hooks and you, there's there's zip lines you get to take. Each of the abilities are cool. There's some abilities that are OP over others, but the person I was using has like a smoke grenade. You, you get like two of them, then it recharges. There's a medic that calls down a, a box and it has like upgraded gear inside of it. A uh, guy has a shield that he can pop down. Each one has their own unique ability. There's eight guys total, six that you can play with from the start. And then two guys that are locked, but you can earn them. Everything that's in the game, you can earn with in-game, right? Nothing you have to pay for. Um, but when you do pay for stuff, it's pretty expensive. It's that the average price of $18, $20 for a certain thing. But the characters are $7.50, I, I believe. Um, Apex is going to have a battle pass. A year one content detail works like Fortnite. Says respawn developer behind Titanfall and Titanfall 2 has released a new battle royale game called Apex Legends. Much like Fortnite, Apex will have a battle pass, and it works just like the one in Epic's battle royale game, right? Like Fortnite made a standard with that, and people are just just taking it, right? Anthem put it in their game. Type uh, cosmetics are all earnable. No battle pass, but just the way it's set up with the store. Although the game was released soon, as it was announced on Monday, Apex first battle pass won't launch until March. It will be active for a full season. Uh, which runs for about three months, uh, following one se season one debut in March. Apex season two is scheduled for June, and season three is set for September. Season four is set set for December. Respawn has not announced the exact start dates for each of these seasons, 
but they have revealed that the buying the battle pass will get you uh it gets you the battle pass it gets you new legends new weapons and new loot okay i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure the people that download apex will will spend 60 dollars worth of stuff i'm pretty sure uh, it's gonna it's gonna do well it's gonna do well the pricing structure is right on it, the line where you're gonna donate enough to know it's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna donate to i'm gonna buy this because if the game's free they 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 I think they know what they're doing with this particular game. They right. know they're going to make their money. So, so you know, by the end of the year, right now, and, here, have... and here's the best part about it, bro. You're not going to hear any sales numbers from it because no. you're not going to hear you're not going to hear how much money they made off of that. Probably, no, it's, it's, it just goes under, year. No, it just because... goes under digital sales. It just goes under right. digital sales. Right. That's right. There's not a capture for microtransactions. It's just digital sales. That's right. We're not going to hear how many game, how many. We all we know is how many people downloaded it. Right, and then if you take like a small percentage, like one or two percent, that pays. 20 bucks they're making good money right. i mean i'm okay with this business model i've always been okay with this business model except for a 20 dollars fucking item right to me personally you can only buy three items at 20 dollars price point and then you can't say it's a free-to-play game anymore right because you've put more money into this game than you would have if it was a full-fledged game and you unlock all the stuff while you play the full-fledged that, game that's correct but the mentality of, of of most people don't look at it that way well, i understand don't. that they just don't. And by the way, just like any other, just like any other business, the market will the market will do what the market will do. If they're putting it down for twenty dollars and they don't lower the price, people are that buying. Means, that means enough people are buying right. it at twenty dollars right. for it to be viable, right? That's that's the way it is. The market will absorb. The absorption rate of the market will be what it is. If people don't want to pay twenty dollars for it, you'll know right away. In in a month's time or two months time, if they start doing sales on stuff at fifteen bucks a pop or twelve bucks a pop instead of twenty, and then it starts going and the sales keep going for a longer period of time, you know what the you know what the market will want. Here here's the problem. 15, here's the problem but with all these with these games. Know. Here's the problem with all these online games, online service games. Right, they keep going, right? Because Anthem's coming out with their their year pass. Division Two's got their year pass. Destiny's got their year pass. Then you got Apex got their year pass. You got Fortnite with their season pass. Let's say you're playing all five of these games, right? Every month or every three months, someone's coming out and they're all coming out at the same time, right? It's not like they're staggered month after month. It's like, oh, this drops in March. So does ours. Ours drops in March. Oh, yours drops in June. So does ours. Ours drops in June. They're, they're competing. They're competing for time. Right. They're all competing with the with the time. Right. Where are you where are you spending most of your time? Think about think about if you, uh, if you are a real gamer. Right, if you are really getting it, you're definitely spending more annually than you did ever before. Oh, absolutely. Because if you're, if you're, if and you're you don't spending, know it, if you, right, and you pretend like you don't know, and you don't know it because if you want the season passes, they want the money up front. I don't even know what the content is. I'm telling you, we're selling a season pass. We're going to add another twenty five dollars on it or thirty dollars on it on top of the game. It's a hundred dollar right. game, and we talked about the hundred dollar game, Mike. How many times have we talked about the hundred dollar game? Hundred dollar game has been here for years now. Okay. Right, yeah. hundred dollar game's been around for a little while. Just no one's talking about it because nope. it's all divided up. But like, I don't want to pay hundred dollars for a game. Well. I don't want to pay. Yeah. $100. Wait, gold, gold edition? I'll, I'll buy the gold right. edition for one hundred and ten dollars. So, it's because I get a free, free backpack. Woo! With the way it's structured, with the way it's structured, if you're if you're into all these games, you're you're shelling out two three hundred dollars easy a season. Oh yeah, a season. Yeah. Never mind, never mind the annual a season. Every three months, you're dishing out almost $200. It says, so the, uh, like Fortnite, each Battle Pass includes a collection of a limited-time cosmetic items. Each Apex Battle Pass will include 100 different rewards, which you can unlock. And this, I love this method. This, this, 
this gets me this gets me really good, right? Fortnite does this and all the other ones are doing it. I just don't understand this, right? So you're paying for a battle pass. So let's say the battle pass is the same. Let's say it's $20 like Fortnite, which then gives you the opportunity to earn the stuff that you already paid for in the game. If you miss out, right? Because you don't play, let's say it takes you 300 hours in that season to unlock all the rewards, right? But you don't have time to put 300 hours in. Then you have the ability, because you paid already, you pay the $28 to have the possibility of unlocking it, right? Because you didn't play enough. But if you don't play enough, then you can speed up your process by giving them money and then purchasing what you want, right? And people are okay with this, but they're not okay paying $100 for a game. Well, it's a free-to-play game. It's a free-to-play game. You pay $28 for for the pass. You paid $20 for a skin, right? And then you missed out on the battle pass because you paid $28, but then you didn't get all the way to the end. So you paid an additional $20 to level up the the next 25 levels. So now you're at $68 for one season, for one season, but you don't want to pay $100 for here's the game, have fun, right? You would rather nickel and dime, nickel and dime, nickel and dime, but I'm having fun. you, You can get more out of it. That's just how but people, it is. people are blinded by it and they don't they don't see it. They don't see it. And I don't understand. It's like here in this hand, it's a hundred dollar game. Everything that you can earn in the game is already in the game. You buy the game for a hundred bucks. You play the yeah, game. It gives, and earn them, all the it stuff. gives them time, though. The, the, the issue is the whole point of this, this, this staggered releasing. And now I'm not talking about the, the release of the games, that spreadsheet stuff. I'm talking about just. The way the game do you I, I want you to give me the money for the game plus the season pass ahead of time and you'll get the content eventually. Like it gives them time to do whatever. It makes it lazy. It makes it lazy. I'm giving you money for something that I don't even have yet. I can't prove what it is right. or what it is. You're just telling me all the content you're gonna ever want, just give us the money up front. I'm like, oh, okay, but what are you guys doing? Oh, we'll give you the roadmap next week. Oh, we'll give you the roadmap next month. We'll have it all laid out for you. Like, you don't got shit laid out. You're, you're, they, they are, they are balancing out what they have. They already have the content. There's no, there is no more. I'm buying a game. No, I know that. Right. Everyone now is buying a service. There, I, I would like to see. I would love to see a stat. I would love to see a stat, which we'll never see. How many people that play a free-to-play game? There's a lot of people that don't buy anything, and I get that. Oh, no, they know. You're not going to see it. No, I know that. I would love to just get a job, work there for just long enough to see the spreadsheet to see how many percentage of people are buying $20. They have to be. There's got to be a lot of people buying it because the price is not dropping. Well, let's 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 use the let's use the EA sports games as an example. Right. If normally if normally you make like one hundred million dollars on selling FIFA, but because of the card packs, you end up making. 700 million right 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 700 million on on just the cards not the game just the cards but yet every year the game comes out and there's nothing new right there's nothing new to the game there's no there's no um innovation it's just another soccer game so all that money extra you made i don't know what they're doing with it but it's definitely not to improving the current game Uh, right right they're basically just pocketing the money congratulations you're doing really well i get it but if 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 you're a true developer and you make a shit ton of money then you make the next better game case in point cd project red they made the witcher 
The Witcher went off the chain. Okay. They they made it. They made an actual DLC right, for DLC, it. That went off the chain. Yep. Everything's included. And they, took, and they took that money and they went into more a, a more lunatic a lunatic game. On top of it, they did Cyberpunk. Right. Now we're going to see what Cyberpunk is. Right. Like that's the natural progression of of an artist making a game. The business model for EA is the least amount of work for the most amount of profit. Right. 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 Period. Period. Like that's it. They don't care. That's why they buy and sell companies and they put them into the ground. They don't care if it's not making them. If it's not, it's standard business practice. If you're not make, if you're not pulling your weight, you're gone. That's that's it, right? And this is standard. This is going to be standard now, right? I think that my my biggest fear. First of all, EA is not going anywhere for a while. No matter how bad the stock drops, all that is is going to make people buy into it more. Because when they make a couple games that actually do well, that stock's going to go back up to $95, $100 a share. Easy. I, I think at the end of this year, EA is going to have a good year. I think I think because of Apex coming out and is a good game. Uh, and then Anthem, I think, is going to be a really good game. I think. And what, what else is on the line for them, though? Well, they have response coming out with the Star Wars game later this year. Sports, sports games for the fall and then possibly the Star Wars game, right? But we don't know if it's going to be Battlefront yet, do we? No, no, no. The Star Wars game is not a Battlefront game. It's a Star Wars game. Um, I forget what it's called. It's something. Um, I think it's taking place that you are a bounty hunter, or if uh, going against Jedi's. I forget what it's called. I think it has to do, if I'm not mistaken, with Mandalorian. Or if that am I getting confused with the actual TV series? That, that might have be been the one TV that, series. That might have been one that I might. That might be the one that got canceled. No, no, no. It it definitely has Jedi's involved in it, like lightsabers and and shit on it. I forget what it is though. I forget what it. I forget what the actual, but it is, it's coming out this year. It's coming out in fall of this year. It's a Star Wars game from the same people that just made Apex, uh, Apex Legends. Star right. Wars, emptying of we're the gonna, wallet. We're going to see. Uh, Listen, they, they, they allow, they're, they're allowed to bang their head against the wall all year long Jedi because, because FIFA and Madden pay for everything else. Everything else. So I believe, I'm telling you, I'm I'm seriously thinking about buying a couple. Uh, I'm seriously thinking about buying some stock in EA, just because I know it's going back up. Like I, it's a fifty percent. Listen, it's fifty percent down from where it started from last year, right? Almost fifty percent. And you know, and you know, it's going to go back. You know it is, because that's what EA does. They they take a big dump over everybody, and then you're going to buy their game anyway. All right. So this this is article is from The Verge. It's about Respawn's Star Wars game. It's called EA Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Will come out this fall. Uh, Maybe. No, it's coming out this fall. Uh, Electric Arts said today, this was two days ago, that the next Star Wars game to be called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will come out this fall. The company had previously set 2019 as the release window for the story-focused game, which in development with EA's own studio, Titanfall Creator Respawn Entertainment. But it haven't gotten anything more concrete until EA disclosed the fall deadline in the quarterly earnings announcement this afternoon, which was two days ago. Given recent news that the EA scrapped the narrative-focused Star Wars game under the EA Vancouver studio, it's a good news to hear that the Fallen Order is on track and released later this year. Although, there is still a remotely possibility that EA will de decide to push its release date into 2020, all depending on what, what, what happens. That said, with the EA Vancouver project no longer in the works, Fans are looking to respawn to deliver and hope is a strong story focused Star Wars game uh, given EA's focus to the recent years in Battlefront franchise. Yesterday, Respawn launched its newest game. Uh, it's the Battle Royale, and they, and they go into that. 
so yeah, so the Fallen Order uh, is being led uh, the game director of God of War 3 after Sony Santa Monica Corey Barlog, who returned to the game director of God of War Reboot, initially left the studio. The game's development is led by the former director of God of War series with a team of veterans from the industry's biggest action adventure games. If if they're coming out with a God of War type game in Star Wars, I'm cool with that. That's all I'm asking. All I want is a single player Star Wars game that I can enjoy. Like just take the same, just take God of War and put a lightsaber in his hand. And I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So there you go. Fallen Order coming out later this uh, this year. Now, we're sticking with EA. <clears throat> we have to? Yeah, we're, we're sticking with them. And Disney says that EA has been good partner for Star Wars games despite the loop, loot box controversy. Now, say what you want. My, my, not my, 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 not my prediction, but my reasoning the way I'm thinking that are okay with this is bullshit, right? I think they're not okay with this. I think they're saying this for the PR stuff because somewhere along the way, because Wilson's a pretty like shitty guy, right? Like he wrote in the contract when he wrote, savvy. With, he's not shitty. He's savvy. Oh, whatever. There's something in the contract that Bob Iger was like, let's just dump him. And then someone was like, uh, Bob, we, we can't do that. Why? Why not? We're Disney. They're they're nobody, right? We could just swallow EA whole. And well, the contract says if we if we cancel them because they have an exclusive deal, and EA loves doing this exclusive deal, ten year fucking bullshit, right? They do it with football. They did it with the soccer. At one point, they had the baseball license. Okay, I think they also had the hockey one at some point. Okay, the reason they do this they're is protected. Well, they don't have any competition, and they can release anything at any status whatsoever and no one ha it doesn't matter they can make the shittiest star wars game ever and That's no correct. one can make anything else no comp there's, no there's no competition right there's no competition so i think that in the contract somewhere along the line they said we can't do it because ea the small little fine print it's like in santa claus it's the santa claus clause Right, it's that little border that's around the fucking business card you can't read unless you have like a 10 times magnifying glass and you can actually read the fine print that's what EA did in their contract. And Disney's now being bullied by EA and they can't get rid of them, right? And EA's like, fuck it. Let's just let them have it. At the end of the 10 years, we'll never do business with them again. They're they're what? Six years in? So they're almost they're almost out of it. They're almost out of it. We have until 2023, 2022, 2023, because they took it over in 2020, uh, or I'm sorry, 2013 is when they took it over. So... That's my theory. My theory is that EA just wedged themselves in there and were like, well, we're set. And Wilson's like, I told you. I told you guys to put that in the contract. They don't they Woo! don't have to they don't have Woo! to improve any of the they don't have to improve any of the games. No, they don't have to they do can release it in any state they want because they have to worry about no one competing. It doesn't matter. Right. And and, and even when they say that they didn't excel enough games to be satisfied, they did sell enough games to make a shit ton of money. Right. Right. Like everyone, everyone thinks that Battlefront Two is this horrendous trash heap. It is, but it's, it's a not, horrendous it's a horrendous trash heap that six million people bought. Right, it, but it's really not that bad of a game. Like the, the the actual game is not bad. The loot crates and stuff they had in the very beginning, and they had to change the whole game around. The game is actually a, a decent game, but you have nothing to compare it to because EA has it. 
Why hasn't Madden improved over the years? Why don't hasn't FIFA improved? They don't have to. There's no competition, right? Remember back in the day when 2K could make a football game? This is why EA bought the 10-year deal because 2K back in 2001, I think it was, or 1999-2000, when they had 2K Sports and they actually had the ESPN brand, that was the best football game. It had instant replay. It had Chris Berman doing the announcing. It, had, it was just badass, right? It was just a really good football game. ESPN, what? EA was like, fuck that. Uh, NFL, we'll pay you a gajillion dollars to get the licensing for, for 10 years. NFL's like, I don't care who makes our games. Sure, right? EA's like, ha ha, got him. And, and then 2K's like, these motherfuckers, right? And now they're stuck, and now they're making... They, they're making games, and it's it's just the fake logos. It's the fake, uh, instead of the Miami Dolphins, it's the Miami Fish, right? It's just like no sports team's names, no 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 actual players. And who wants to play a sports game? Who wants to fantasize about playing a sports game that you can't even play the players that you're fans of, right? No one's buying a, a basketball game if LeBron James is not in it, and it's just a guy on the Lakers with the number 23. Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like no one, no one wants to play a game like that. They want the actual stats. They actually want the actual people. So because they have no competition, they can make whatever shit storm they want. They can make whatever shit storm they want, put it behind a paywall barrier of the origins premiere for NFL, for the FIFA, for all this shit. And they get away with it. They get away with it. Right. It's, it's going to be nice to see what happens when that, when that actually runs out and there and every people, people, other people get to make other games. It's going to be interesting. I can't wait till another football, another company can make a football game. I might actually play a football game again, right? I'd rather play Tempco Super Bowl, okay, with the fake teams, or go go play an old school, like, I don't know, maybe zombie or um, what's the other one? Is there a zombie football Blitz, one? Blitzball? <clears throat> no, there's, Blitz. there's another one. I forget. Mutant, mutant football. Mutant, mutant football. Thank football. you, buddy. Yeah. I had it in my head before you typed it. It was, it was a tie. You owe me a Coke. I'll take a water. It's 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 going to be an interesting year. It's going to be an interesting year. So, I don't know. Look, I was a huge fan of EA back in the past. I'm a huge fan of BioWare. I love Anthem. We're sticking with EA now. Now we're moving over to Anthem, okay? Right, FIFA, a.k.a. real football, right. <clears throat> I never understood that, Anki. I never understood why we call ours football when no one ever touches it with their fucking foot except the field goal kicker, right? That's the only person that uses his foot. The punter and the kicker. 98.9% of the game is played with hands and hands. That's, that's it. <clears throat> Should be called handball, if anything, right? No, instead, handball is a little dinky little ball that you're hitting up against a, a wall with your with your bare hand. That was, that was the most boring Super Bowl ever. I'm glad I didn't watch it. Oh, my God. I watched one game this year. It was the Super Bowl. It was the worst fucking game I've ever seen in my entire life. I was like, man, this is boring. Thank God he's 40 years old. I'm 40 years old. Is he 40 or 40, 41? Anyway, I was like, thank God it's slow pace so Brady could actually stay awake. I was like, holy shit. All right, anyway, let's go to Anthem. Okay, we're talking about Anthem now. So, Sarge, you played Anthem last week. I did. What did you think about it, your first impressions of it? All right, well, I'm going to start by talking about the stuff that nobody else is really talking about. Okay. All right. First of all, I understand why the game was delayed. Okay. The map is incredible. Like the amount of detail on the map 
is incredible. Like I, I for, for the first probably half an hour, I flew to all the borders of the map. I was like looking at stuff, like zooming in on stuff, looking at the plants, looking at the creatures. A lot of people I'll, were complaining I'll, that the, the map was terrible. Right. Well, the, the map is terrible. The, the words that the uh, community was using was that the map is barren. I, I didn't now, experience that. Now, I, I don't know what they mean by that. Like, do they want like a random mission to be every 10 feet or somebody shooting at them like every 100 yards? Because the world is the world. It kind of looks like Avatar, right? You have all these cliffs and rock facings and deep jungle and forested areas. And 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 everything is looks it, – it's crisp and it's clean. And they spent a lot of time on the damn map, man. And what I don't get when you spend – when you have developers who spend this much time on a map to make it look this good. And then you – all the mechanics of the game is to fly by it as fast as possible. Right. Right. Like just, it's a, it's, like it's just a blur possible. in the background. Like, yeah, yeah, it's cool, but I don't care. Like if they the game would probably be released two years ago if they just made the map decent and they just said, fuck it. But right. rule number one with the games as a service, kids. And remember, this is the game must be pretty and it's got to be really pretty. Like you're looking at a 10 all the time. Like that's that's how the game's got to be. So mechanics to me, amazing. The flying mechanic. The gun mechanics, the fluidity of the movement. Okay, the map looks amazing. Uh, I, I think that the uh, I, even though it was a demo, I tried to get the screen to tear and all kinds of stuff. Like I tried to do that stuff on purpose. I'm trying to get jammed into the wall. I'm flying into the wall on purpose. I'm trying to do all kinds of stuff. Right. Right. Everything else anybody says in that game, all they said for the entire time of the demo is, "There's no end game. Game sucks." Only three strongholds. Like, there, not once did anyone just kind of embrace the fact of what these guys did over seven years. Like, look at this thing. Look at it. Like, look at look, that boss monster. I thought was fantastic, man. Like the way it moved around and its its motions. And like, I got in like in the between it and like fought it like close combat with, with the ranger. And I noticed that you you can dodge. It wasn't like like, like the hitbox like this right, giant, it's not a giant box. It's not, it's a, not box. a giant box right. that if you're anywhere near, you're getting crushed. Like you could actually like go between the legs. And if he turned and you kind of dodge, you could still be there. You didn't. Have, it wasn't automatically. You're down. You're down. Right. You're, right. you're out. Like I I think they spent a lot of time on the game. I I don't think that people are giving the game not the game. I'm sorry, the developers enough credit for what they created. Okay. Yes, a game like this, there's a bunch of variables that add up to the total score. Mechanics are important. Uh, loot pools are important. What you do with the guns and the, and the abilities is important. Everything's important. That's why a game like this takes so long to make because all the cylinders have to be firing for the game to be good. Right to work. Okay. Yeah, you can have a really good game looks clean, but the mechanics of the game suck. Okay. I don't think they're given. I don't think they gave the developers a fair judgment all they did was bitch about stuff that they don't know the truth yet they don't know the facts okay and then once again you don't have to buy it when it first comes out there's gonna be a bunch of people who are gonna buy it right away you can watch them play watch the mechanics watch the stuff that goes on watch what the end game is gonna be and then if you want to get in get in but i i don't like the hate and i get the whole ea thing i hate ea I, I don't get the hate off something that you can't prove yet. Like right. they, people are making videos based off of pure speculation. 
The end game's gonna suck. This is gonna suck. Three, I keep hearing three, three strongholds over and over. Like nobody ever said the number, ever. Well, no, they did say three strongholds at okay. launch. At launch, right. big fucking deal. Right. So the, there's new. There's big already. Deal. They already announced two days ago or yesterday. They they showed the roadmap ahead, and they're coming out with another stronghold in March. Right. They, they they've basically taken they they have basically taken Anthem and labeled it as Destiny One. Yes. Yes. That's that's what they did. That's because that's, we we didn't know what Destiny One was until we played it, and then once we got to the end of Destiny One, we're like, "What's going on?" Right now, it's a and, standard, and they took that answer and put it onto Anthem before we even know what it is. Right, which is funny because they're like, "There's no end game. There's no end game. There's no end game," and I'm like, "There's more end game that I can tell just from the demo based on the six components that you have to get, right? All the weapons that you have to get, the four javelins." There's six different levels of difficulty. Like, you could literally look at the roadmap before they showed the roadmap and just look at the demo and go, wow, there's a lot of stuff to collect. There's a lot of stuff to do, right? For, forget, the fact that it's a, forget the fact that it's an ongoing game. Let's just look at it from the standpoint of the four javelins plus the story. Right. If you, if you, 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 actually, believe, you actually believe that you're not going to play this game more than 100 hours? Well... The roadmap shows exactly what I thought they were going to do, and I've said this multiple times with Destiny. I said, look, Destiny knows what their plan was from the start, right? I'm going to show you guys this video. We're going to watch this video, and then we're going to talk, right? This is part two of their thing. It it runs five minutes and 28 seconds long. We're going to watch this, okay? And then this tells exactly what's in the end game, okay? Here we go. I'll be honest, man. I don't want to know. No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. I want to learn. I want. It doesn't. Wanna, it doesn't. I want to learn the game. Welcome to part two of the Anthem gameplay series. In this episode, we are going to look at the expanding world of Anthem and its end game content. We're a long way from the cenotaph, and the storm is worse than we thought. This is it. Close as we get with the Striders. Agreed. <laughs> Looks like we fly from here. When you start Anthem, you are a freshly recruited freelancer that joins a failed mission to shut down a cataclysm called the Heart of Rage. It beat us, Alec. We need to regroup. It is up to you to redeem the freelancers and ultimately find a way to succeed in silencing it. This story is your introduction into the world, but the game doesn't end with its conclusion. The most dedicated freelancers will push themselves against tougher and tougher challenges taking on more daring and deadly quests. In order to do this, you will have to improve not only yourself, but your arsenal of javelins. This is where your path to glory begins. As you continue to level up and become a more powerful pilot, new content and challenges will become available to you. With six modes of difficulty, including three which are unlocked in endgame, Anthem will have a challenge for all levels of players, from easy to Grandmaster 3. The higher the difficulty, the better the chances you you will have in finding the rarest gear and personalization items in the game. When you want to make a statement, maybe polish that javelin up with a nice coat of pain and thunder. What's the use of being the best pilot in Bastion if your style doesn't match your power? From greeting friends in our social hub, the launch bay, to how you arrive on missions or celebrate your victories, we give you lots of opportunity to show off your javelin style. Each suit has many ways to get it looking just the way you want. From unique armor pieces, customizing color and textures, to collecting vinyls and emotes. 
Your suit will soon become a reflection of yourself, making your wins all the more glorious. Once you reach the pilot level of 30, you will continue to improve your javelins by finding or crafting the rarest gear. That's where our endgame content really begins for you. At this point, you have likely finished the core story mission and your focus will begin to shift to new objectives. These are challenges, contracts, free play, and strongholds. Matthias Sumner was investigating some relics at a ruin near the fort. I need you to find him and bring him back home safe. People you meet in Fort Tarsus will sometimes need your help and offer you contracts. These are unpredictable missions in which you deal with various problems in the world. By increasing your reputation with different groups, you'll gain access to crafting blueprints. Doing daily, weekly, and monthly challenges will provide you crafting material and coin. This is a great way to make not only new gear, but further personalize your javelins. On occasion, people will offer you legendary contracts. Hello, hello, hello. These missions have multiple parts to them and are far more difficult to complete. In this case, Matthias Sumner, an arcanist, hires you to not only provide valuable field research, but also stop a Dominion plot to wake a Titan. Strongholds represent some of the highest level challenges in the game and will require a team to take them on. These typically are longer challenges that will test all that you have learned as a freelancer. Whether or not your javelins can withstand the deadliest enemies in the world. Plan well, communicate with your team, and you will benefit from some of the most rewarding loot Anthem has to offer. Anthem is a living, changing world with threats arising from mysterious and dangerous places all the time. New missions, characters, and stories will be introduced in the weeks and months to come. This could either be a single scout or the beginning of something much, much bigger. Some of these changes will be small. Others will enrich the social experience with guilds and social hubs, while others will be massive and world-changing events. Everything you will have done in the game is preparing you for what is about to come. Our most ambitious and challenging content will come to Anthem in the form of cataclysms. Time-limited world events that cause physical manifestations to occur. Extreme weather, incursions of dangerous hostile enemies, and new mysteries to solve. The story of Anthem has just begun. What might have seemed impossible when you were a fresh recruit will challenge you to new heights as you build your arsenal of javelins and unleash your power. Strong alone, stronger together, right? Ah, who told you that? The facial, the facial recognition and the animations of the faces and them talking is incredible. Right. I think it looks, I, I think it looks great, right? So that is the, the vision of what it is, right? Now, I've always talked about, and I talked about Destiny, right? And other games that, that were doing this ahead of time. Even Defiance had a plan ahead of what they did. They 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 made Defiance, and they said, "Okay, we're going to launch Defiance. The TV show's going to come out, and we're going to have content drops based on what the TV show's doing." And they had the the year planned out ahead of time, right? They knew what their story was and where it was going, and they implemented what they were doing across the way. Okay, 
Destiny has never done this, right? They're like confused by it. Here's that link for you guys. And if you guys want to watch that video again, <clears throat> right? Anthem, I said, look, if you make a game and you know what you're making, okay, you should already have a roadmap, not to show us. You should have a roadmap in studio going, okay, we have the next year and a half planned out right now, okay? We have teams working on stuff right now. It launches in, in, in February. First content drops in March, okay? And now the acts they have, let me, let me uh, bring this uh, page up here. No, that's not it. There it is. This is the footage right here. All right. So this is the this is the content right here. Act one, gameplay calendar comes out March. Okay. Now I'm assuming just because I'm I'm pretty smart, right? By just looking at this, I can tell. Minus the Best Buy ad over there. Don't don't worry about the Best Buy ad. Gameplay calendar, ongoing narrative for Anthem begins. Okay. So Act One, echoes. Uh, echoes of uh, reality, okay? And here's what the act one looks like. Okay, week one is this section right here, okay? Week one's this first slant on, on the picture down below where it says evolving world. I'm assuming that's week one of March, okay? Week one of March. Week two of March, you have stronger together, okay? And then week three and four, and the reason I'm saying that is because this tile is double the size, right? And it's the same, it takes up the same spot as the other two. So weeks three and four is part of the update for the cataclysm. You're very ambitious. I'm not sure if it's gonna be this in one month. But this I'll, is I'll, give one, you, I'll give you I'll give you three months. This is one, one, each, one, no, one no, of those listen, each month. No, listen, this is one month starting March 2019, Echoes of Reality. This is one month of content right here. I, Inside I, this I, month, I, hold on. I wanna I no, wanna no, agree with you. No, you don't you, this is theirs, Jim. Look at it. Look at it. This is theirs. This is not me making up shit. This is all coming out in March. Starting. Launches in March. It comes out with new events, quality of life fixes, new rewards, okay, expanded progress uh, progression system, uh, world, new world events, guilds and leader, new missions, and the cataclysm, okay? That's happening all in March. Now, if I go back to the other page... This is Act 2. Act 2 and Act 3. Now, Act 2 could mean two things. And I don't know. This is me speculating here. This could mean April. And they do the same type of thing, right? So you go Act 1 and you have those the whole month of, of March. And then Act 2 is in April. And then you have the same type of thing. And then Act 3 is in May. Or they break down Act 2 and Act 3 as March, April, May. Then you, June is Act 2. June, July, August. And Act 3 is in September, October, November. December, they'll have maybe an event because it's the holiday season. They take off for the year anyway, and then they move on, right? Right. I I, I, I would be happy if that's how it is, but I'm pretty sure it's still a little difficult to create content for games like this. But here's what I'm saying. If they're doing option one that I said, if they're doing March, April, May, right, and then they come out with new stuff, this is the way you're supposed to plan for stuff. And even if they do this as March, June, and September, okay? They already have the year planned out. They already have the content, and they already told you what's coming into each of the categories. In each act, you're going to get new missions, new progression, new new um, strongholds, okay? So people were bitching. There's only three strongholds. There's only three strongholds. 
they said it's impossible for you to base. No one's beaten. No one's beaten Cataclysm three yet, or not Cataclysm. Sorry, uh, Grandmaster three yet. They say it's impossible right now. Right? They don't have the the materials and stuff to beat the game yet. Okay. So end game content for this for this stuff is if you were a casual player, you're gonna play on easy or normal. Okay, because you're casual. You don't want you don't want to get frustrated. You're just playing the game because you want to enjoy yourself, right? So you go through the strongholds on easy. You go through the strongholds on normal, and then if you feel like you go up to, to go up to hard. But now, once you're done with the story, okay, once you're done with the level thirty and done with the story, then it opens up even more. For Tarsus expands, more missions come, guilds come, factions are come. There's like twelve factions, right? There's contracts. There's all these different things that open up after the fact of you playing the main story. Okay. The acts are adding to the story, right? The the of the story are going to be continuing on as throughout the year. So you're playing already, supposedly there's anywhere between 30 and 50 hours of campaign in this particular thing. Sarge, can you hear me or no? Yeah, my mic went out. I okay. think it came back. Yeah, you're good. I can hear you. So they're they're there's already 30 to 50 hours of campaign, supposedly. Okay, we don't know a, a number because it's different for everybody, right? So 30 to 50 hours for a 60-hour game or $60 game, I think alone, if you just played the story campaign, would be enough, right? Correct. And then every act they're adding to the story. Every act they're adding to the story. So you have three acts over the year. It's free content for the rest of the year. You can come back anytime and continue the story and keep going sort of like star Wars did with the star Wars game. Yeah. I, I always, my, my excitement always comes from the fact that when you have a game like this, that you can, the options are endless. If you actually want to do them, right? Like what happens if Tarsus gets attacked and you have to defend like one time you let, let's say you get on like on a Tuesday and then the whole time you're on on Tuesday, it says Tarsus is under attack. It's a mission. And then you guys have to like go out and defend Tarsus from being attacked. Right. And like, that's, that's a thing for Tuesday. Okay. And then the game goes back to normal for the rest of the week, like things like that, being able to implement events, something to keep people interested, to make the world feel alive is the way it's supposed to be done. Right. That's the way, that's the way you keep it. Like, like every day you get on, shouldn't be okay. Every day I get on, I know what three quests I got to do today for my dailies. And then like, that's, that's not how it should be. Right. Like right. maybe it, maybe it's like, maybe on like one day where your mission is for your daily, there's a bunch of huge creatures there that you can't do the missions until you kill the creatures, that type of thing. Like it's an annoyance, right? Like in order for you to complete the mission, you got to kill the Titans out of the way first before you can actually even start the mission. Like, right. And that's not every time. It's just an occurrence. Right. Like those are the kind of things that you need in a game like this in order for it not to become just so mundane that, okay, well, I can only get a hundred pieces of, of material a day. This is what I'm going to be doing. And like, and everyone just tries to do the same shit over and over again. I, I don't, I don't like when the game is structured in a way where rushing through the content is the efficient way of getting gear. Right. Like, no. In order to make the game longer or not longer, not stretch it out, but like make it meaningful that I'm going to these areas is the fact that you don't have to farm something. It's just whatever you kill can do something. 
Right. 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 But the actual the actual implementation of using specific guns in order for them to unlock who talked about that in order for know. them to unlock into the next level of the gun in order for your blueprint to work like it's an ongoing process. You might not like pistols, but if you want the badass pistol, you got to use pistols. Right. 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 It's not just, oh, I found the badass pistol. That's it. I don't have to worry about anything else. Like meaningful, meaningful content. Pursuits, respect, respect the player's time. Respecting the player's time. Pursuits that are meaningful and rewarding at the same time. Right. And then right. you sprinkle in the crazy stuff. Like the storm thing to me is just like the thing that opened up in Defiance, like the wormhole thing that opened up in Defiance. Yeah. To yeah. me, I'm thinking it's the same kind of thing. So yeah. if you're going to do that kind of thing, put in stuff that's meaningful. Like put some guys on the ground and save them. There's three bases on this map. Right, there, there are attack. there are there are patrols you, that go if, on right, that you have to help soldiers out in the world. If you yeah. don't help the if you don't help those guys and they die, you don't get the rewards. If you save them all, you get that, better that rewards. That happens now. That happens now. Right. That that's the kind of stuff I'm looking for in a game like this. I I have to admit, I'm I'm very defensive because it's EA, but at the same time, the more stuff I watch and the more open they are about their own game, the more excited I actually get about it. I'm like, okay, so this might be the one. This might be it. Right now, this this is this is another thing you have to kind of do your expectations, right? Don't don't look at this now. Like I'm hyped for the game, right? But my I'm keeping my expectations low because I don't want what happened to Destiny again, right? I don't want what happened to Destiny. But the difference between this and Destiny, when I played this demo, I saw what this game is and what it could be. Where when I played Destiny's beta back in the day. It was all about the potential, where the potential was already here in in Anthem, right? The fighting mechanics, the way you're fighting, the way I saw the gun setups, the way I saw that the blueprints that you chase down, the challenges, the 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 different contracts you can get. When I saw the videos of there's like 12 different factions, and when you do certain things with factions, it's like Warframe. Certain factions rise up, but then your other ones go go low, right? So you have to pick what factions you want to do. Because some might might be happy with you, but then those other ones get mad at you. Uh, the more you do stuff for different factions, yeah, it, more shouldn't, quests. it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. No, I just can just do factions for anybody. Correct. If I do this one, this one doesn't like me because they hate each other. Correct. Right. You, you, so you if, you wanna, have, if you want to, if you want to get this meaningful. one max, be meaningful. Right. If you want to get this one max, it opens up more quests for that particular faction. That's cool. The the Fort Tarsus. Yeah, but but add to that, add to that statement, bro. Add to that statement that if I'm raising faction for that group. That I only get the special gear from that group if I reach a certain level. Yes. That's yeah, the, no, that's, that's what it's the doing. reason why. That's the reason why I'm getting the. Yeah, faction. yeah, that, that's what it Not happens. Just because that's what happens. Faction. Right. No, no, that's what it happens. You get more, you get more missions and more things, and you get rewards from those factions, right? So once you get that reward from that faction, you have that reward. So then you can go against that faction and then go up another faction to get their rewards from that faction, right? There's just so many things that you can do. Um, the the free roam. I had no issue. I literally had four hours of footage of me going around free roam. And every, I don't know, maybe minute, I would just travel around and I would come across a group of people and I would start killing them. Or I'd come across a group of animals and start fighting them. Or a world event would be going on or a public event would be going on. There were so many things that were going on. Everyone I heard on YouTube was like, well, I really heard. It's like Lodo uses this, this, uh, this phrase, trash parrot. Right. Like people just watch a video 
and they go around going, well, this is, you know, it's, 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 it's empty. I didn't find it empty. Like if you go to destiny, I want to know what they're talking about though. Right. Well, like, uh, when you say it's empty, like th there are creatures in this game, like actual no, they want, creatures. They're talking about people to fight like the Vex in destiny or people just sit around. And I said, if you, if you compare it to destiny, if you compare it to destiny, there are sections in destiny that you could drive your sparrow and never see anybody because it's a giant donut, okay? And there's stretches that you don't see anybody, and then when you see like three people, and then you kill the three people. In this game, there's open, there's wide open spaces, yes, but it has to feel wide open because you're flying a fucking around the map, okay? You don't want it all condensed and like every two feet. They're like, you don't want it like Ark, okay? Ark, there's crossbreeding of animals and dinosaurs they're on top of each other i don't want that right you want to feel like you have some room to breathe and fight people because it doesn't make sense if they're all on top of each other but there's no more space in anthem than there is in destiny in between spots where you fight people right there's stretches that you fly through you'll see nobody and then when you get to an open space there's like a bit uh, a city there or there's a tower somewhere or there's an abandoned town or there's patrols just on the ground or there's an open event I didn't experience what people were experiencing. Maybe they weren't looking hard enough. I don't know. Because if you go up high, the Xbox was struggling to render, render. certain things. But if you went around low enough, there would be things all over the place. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were just flying up too high or not looking hard enough. I don't know. I I, I like the idea that what I did notice, though, it's, it's almost like... Um... Which game was it? It's I guess it was an MMO. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was WoW. Where like there? No, 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 no. I know what. You're. I can't hear you. Can't can't hear you. Your mic went out. You're good. You're good. I hear you. How about you? Speak. How about now? Yeah, it's good. Go ahead. All right. So. Like in Star Wars Galaxies, there'd be like a camp someplace. It's spawned, and then you have a night. If you want to destroy the camp, you can destroy the camp, then the camp disappears. Right. And then it doesn't spawn in the same location. Something else will spawn in someplace else. I noticed that in this game. Right. Like when you enter a zone, there might be something there, right? And you can interact with it or not. It's not every time you turn the corner, that base is in the same spot every time you turn the corner on right. that part of the map. Right, right, right. It moves it around. Like, Nope. You're out again. Your microphone's dying. Sarge is about to flip a flip a top, flip a lid. I have a question, Sarge. Can you can you unplug from that port and put it into a different port? I, I am changing ports. Do you have a port on the back of your computer? Uh I think that one's also taken up with something else. Okay. Um, so like for me. If you're fighting like a Titan or something, I think that if the Titan hits you with like a special weapon or hits you or punches you, that you lose the ability to one of your parts on your wreck temporarily. Like it's damaged or something. Like you can't use it or right. it's stunned. Like th that kind of stuff I'm into. Like, yeah, you think you're badass. You want to be in his face the entire time because you want to be badass. But if you get caught with a special move or he does something to you and you like the, like the, like the video show, the guy gets punched and he gets thrown back. I like to see that. Right. I want to see my guy get punched, get thrown back, and he slams against the wall, and now my rocket launcher doesn't work for like a, a minute. Like my rocket launcher is damaged. I got to wait for it to come back online. Like stuff like that. Make it make it more 
visceral and real where you think you're badass, but you're still a little play toy when you're fighting out against these big guys. It's right, not just right, because monster. I'm a bullet sponge, right? Yeah, yeah, you have the ability to combo with somebody else because you know your combos, but don't let me catch you because then your combo's not working anymore. You're, 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 let me ask you a question. You're, you're really good at figuring stuff out like this, right? People are complaining about the Grandmaster because they say they bullet feel like sponge. it's a bullet sponge, right? So but you don't know. Well, no, what I'm saying is, right, we don't know. If it is a bullet sponge, how would you, in a game like this, what would you come up with in general to fix being bullet sponge? What other mechanic could you add into a game where they're not bullet sponges? There's oh, like tons. So, oh, tons. I know you're good at okay, this so, stuff. So okay, so like like the mission that we played, like the initial mission we played to go into the stronghold where there's the towers, and you had the idea where Let's start on the left side first because those towers have the biggest view. Right. And so we knock out those towers first. Then we go back over to the right and knock out that tower. That way we can flank around to the left again. Right. And then we, we don't have to worry about getting caught. Strategy, right? Same thing, except now you have now you have now we're on Grandmaster 2. Okay. So now the tower has got a shield on it, not just bullet spongy, but he's got a shield on it. And so now it takes a combo to knock out the shield before you can actually get to the gun. Okay. That's that's a mechanic. Mechanic two would be the elites have elementals on them. The elites have elements on themselves when they fire at you. So if, I, if I'm if i in an area and all of a sudden he hits me with flame, now I'm overheating. Before I could kick his ass by using a combo real quick, but now if I get caught, he hits me with fire fire damage and now my mech overheats and now I can't fly away. Right. Right. And because I'm on the ground and fire away, if there's somebody else nearby, then they throw a grenade or something because now I can't fly away. Like that kind of thing. Like it's a if and then or. That's why right? I asked Sarge these things because he's he's good at coming up on the fly. <laughs> his his microphone keeps dying. I it might be the cord. You might have to go buy a new cord. You you might have to go buy a new cord. Sorry, right, just breathe. It's all right. Uh, go buy a new cord tomorrow or sometime this weekend. I why today? I don't understand what's going on. Just go buy. I just, don't. Just go buy a new cord. Go buy a new cord for the mic? Yeah, just go buy a new cord and see if that's the problem. I don't think it's the right. microphone. It doesn't sound like the microphone. It sounds like the wire because you can, when you plug it in, I can hear I can hear the, the wire. So it, it just might be a bad wire. Yeah. Well, you know how USBs are. They, yeah. They'll break, they'll break no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so so that being said, like, I, I haven't seen a lot of different guys yet. I, I'll tell you I'll tell you who else, how else you can make it it's difficult. It's the Blue Yeti, Yankee. It's the Blue Yeti. How about, how about that you're fighting evil guys and javelins well there are there are a few right so i'm yeah. fighting an evil or a storm there's an evil storm I, that you I, fight I gotta be careful because he's gonna he nuke me right? right and he's with and he's with a colossus so we know what nuke i can do we know what kind of combo and a storm and colossus can do for us so if if there's a renegade storm and a colossus you're fighting against there's your difficulty right there because they're getting ready to combo you like that's how you up difficulty. It doesn't have to be bullet sponge. I I think what you're describing. I think now I haven't played it, but I think Grandmasters are going to be up like that, right? So they did change it in Grandmaster three. Inside the demo was thirty one hundred percent higher than than easy, right? They've changed it now. In that video, if you saw it, is nine hundred and fifty, I believe, right? I, I think that'll happen, Bunny. I think yeah, certain I think certain, certain things. Yeah, I think certain people and certain things will be immune to certain abilities or bullets. 
and then you'll have to use your combos and and different elemental stuff but, to, but, to fight. But think them. about it; that, that makes it more team based, right? Yeah, absolutely, I, I, absolutely. I'm fighting against this one guy over here, and I can't do damage to him. Like my my pistol can't penetrate his armor. I need you guys to come over here and freeze him up or do something, right? Or we have to switch targets. I got to go over there. You got to take this guy because I can't do anything to this guy. So what I like about Anthem, though, and this is why my story last week when I said I, I went back to Destiny after I played the first weekend demo, and I just couldn't play Destiny anymore. I was so, so bored. I just sat in the tower and went, nope. Because the fighting mechanic of just flying. From now on, if there's a looter shooter in a map like this, you have to fly or you have to be able to climb. The verticality is just so good, okay? That, that should be the standard from now on for stuff like this, right? If you have a sci-fi game, your, your mechs or superhero abilities, you should be able to climb a mountain, fly, jump, grapple, whatever. The verticality needs to be in the game. Changes the whole landscape of, the, of, the, of this type of game, right? Think about, think, me and you both love exploring. You could literally put 50, 60 hours in easily just exploring that map, looking at every nook and cranny. Well, that's how I'm going to find this stuff anyway. Right. But just, I, oh, just, and by, just the, and by the way, here's, here's how you stop the YouTubers from making a video every three seconds about where to find the stuff. You ready? Let's say there's, let's say there's 50 pieces of, of codexes to find, like little books and things you can find. Yeah. Okay. But let's say every time you log on, they're in a different location. See, I would like that. Like, 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 like a, like a mineral deposit. People is. would cry though. People like, would cry. I, I don't care. Listen yeah, to me. Would cry. Right. I'm not saying that they're all everywhere. I'm saying, let's say there's five on that first board. There's five on the first right. board. In this nook, it, it can spawn in five in different this, places. In, in, yeah. in, no, no, there's five separate codexes on this one map, right? Just to say, there's five, right? But they, on the, when you log in, they're spawned. They're in those locations. But if I log off and come back on again, they're in a different, different five. Different location. That's location. what I'm saying. They're in. They're right? in. So uh, this way, you don't have a YouTuber making a video every three seconds, ruining the game for everybody. I can't find the codexes. I'm going to cry and wait for the video to come out. Right. Exactly. I 100% I, I agree. And Brain said the exact same thing. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. So it, one thing, there's five in that in that region, but that one item can appear in five different places. So it's not always there. So you can't. So you can't make. You can't make videos going, well, well, you could. You could be like, this one particular shows up here, 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 and here, whatever. But it would be a lot harder to figure out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to, to reply to Fridge and Bunny, I know what you're talking about, Fridge, but here's the thing. You could solo it. Yeah, you're a lot of, yeah, you're so a lot of solo. You, you could solo it just like people can two-man a raid. If you reach a certain level and have a certain amount of gear and you learn your javelin really well— I'm pretty sure you probably could solo something like that. And I think that's what makes the game awesome in the end game because the crazies are going to be looking for the top end gear to do exactly that. Right. right. I want to be able to solo this now, stronghold. They, can I solo it? What kind of gear can I they, get? They did say that strongholds is a group activity. Oh, I get it. Right. I'm just saying. No, no, I know. Possibility. No, no, no. What I'm saying is there are going to be people that try to solo stuff. Sure. Grandmasters, they say... You have to have a group. Now, if you want to solo one, obviously easy, normal, or hard, you could probably solo. It would take you a while on hard, right? But I I agree. I don't think you should be able to solo it, Fridge, if you're on Grandmaster. Grandmaster, the game, part of the game is you can solo. You can do the whole game solo as far as the story mode goes, okay? You can play with a friend the whole time. You can play with your whole group the whole time. 
The, the main story is solo. So this game is solo. But if you want to go into the end game content, I that's where I draw a line with solo. Like if you want to be crazy, go in with a group of people and then have three of your friends drop out so you're the only one left in there and then solo it, cool. But you should never be able to go in solo into a stronghold to, to go in by yourself. That's just me, though, especially in a game like that. No, I, I, I don't think it should be. Uh, what I'm saying is in the beginnings of the game, you shouldn't be able to solo everything just because you reached level 30. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is over time, by getting the most crazy gear possible, that it becomes possible with the right loadout. No, I got that you. you. Could, yeah. That you could. But you're going to put that a lot gives, of grind in for it. That gives people reasons to keep striving to get different gear because then you can make the video of some of the crazy dude that goes, I soloed Stronghold on Grandmaster 3. Watch it. Like, then then I'm going to look at it. I'm going to see the crazy dude, what he's got, right? But not because every two seconds someone's, someone's trying to shorten the game for me, right? And, and don't forget, every time you come out of the video because you don't, you don't want to do the game because you're bored, and you don't want to look for something because you think it's dumb, you shorten the game for yourself, and then you say, well, the game only lasted 25 hours. Yeah, right, the game right. only lasted 25 hours because right. you got all the answers. Right. Um, so, Kick-Ass, they did say, now this sort of applies to what you're asking. There should be different, uh, the way they provide stuff. So they did say Storms changed the landscape of the area and could bring in, like, the Ash Titan or some other beast that comes into the world that is hard. So that is in the game. A second thing they also said was there's day-night cycles and that at nighttime, certain enemies change and they become harder, right? Or they have different abilities. So they did say that as well. So that does, that does I think, cover what you're asking. And, be, and besides the fact, if, you, if, you, if all your javelins can fly, then we don't have to worry about vehicles and ships. Right, right. You don't got to worry about it. So, okay, here's another thing they did. This is out, and I was a little sad by it, but I, I, I watched a lot of YouTubers that played the version where they had the pilot's skill tree in it, and they said, Anthem did say, Bioware did say they got rid of the pilot's skill tree. They said it wasn't, it wasn't in-depth enough. And, and it, wasn't, it wasn't making a significant difference. Right, and they said all they did was take that skill tree and put it into the components now. So the components are basically doing the exact same thing and they said they didn't scrap it. They said they're gonna they're gonna still work on it and maybe implement something down the road, but it just wasn't making a significant difference, right? So I'm a little sad it's gone, but at the same time, I'm I'm happy they put it into the actual components because now you get to think, all right, well I'm building my I might do more damage with this component, but yet uh, it makes my flight not as long, or I can't hover as much, or I can't, you know what I mean? So it, it's I I like that you have to. Pick well, the, your loadouts for what you're particularly doing. Everything has a mean. Everything's a, a tool for that particular project. Well, I also I also understand the argument that people say that they don't like the fact that they can't switch out weapons as soon as they get them because they want to try them out. But at the same time, you don't want people to be, their attention to be divided. You're doing the mission. Concentrate on the mission. When the mission's over, there's your gear. Now, in order to help the people stop crying, because that's all they ever do is cry, I would say in free roam, okay, there should be one of those walkers someplace that you can go land on. It is. And then you, you can change out some weapons. You can. It's there. Oh, then there, then there you go. Yeah, it's in, it's in the thought, game. It's I already thought, in there. I thought it was no way across the board. I didn't know that. No, 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 no. When you pick the free roam, those those little icons, that is your mobile eight at at whatever. I forget what it's called. It starts with an S. Someone in chat will probably know. Um, that, that 
That's what it is. That's why it's a okay. logo of an ad. I, I thought I thought the argument was they they were upset that you couldn't change weapons at all unless you went to the load screen. No, like, you, I get it. I get you, that. Completely. It's still a load screen. You're going to go into that machine. You can do your loadout switch there, or you can go back to Fort Tarsus and, and do it there. Yeah, you can't do it out in the world. You have to go back to a location, which it is a load screen. Now, for strongholds, 100% agree. You're focusing on the mission. I'm sorry you brought the wrong gun. Suck it up. Yeah. Yeah, I said this on the on the Rage's Round Table. And learn that learn that this gun is not good for this mission. Yeah, I I I said this on the Rage's Round Table on Monday. I said when I first played the game, before I even did a stronghold, I picked up the gear and I couldn't see it. It was just blue, blue, green, white. And I was just like, I was like, oh, that's kind of lame that they don't show you. But the more I played it, I was like, well, that makes perfect sense. Because you're in the mission, you're in the instance, you're with a group of people doing this mission, right? You have to pick what you're going out on on in, in in for the mission. And if you pick a shitty loadout, you can't be like, well, I need to back out, guys. Because uh, you're going to go back to a load screen, but you're not going to get any of the stuff that you grabbed throughout the mission because you have to finish the mission. So if, let's say, I went through the mission, went to the boss, I didn't do enough damage to the boss, and all of a sudden, we're like, all right, well, let's back out. We can't beat him. We don't get any of the stuff we picked up for that mission until we go back into the mission or in free roam. Okay, and let's say I picked up 10 items. Those 10 items now will carry over to the next time I do it and go through and pick up another 10 items. And at the end of the match, I'll have 20 things. Okay, but you don't get it until the end. So this stops people from getting a purple or yellow and going peace out and then leaving because they won't get that purple or yellow until they finish the activity that they're doing. And you don't want to be playing with someone. All of a sudden, they pick up their purple weapon. They're starting to admire it and look at the stats and they're looking right. at the stuff. They can't change it anyway, so what's the point of looking at it, right? Look at it afterwards. Celebrate afterwards. So do the mission at the end screen where everyone's tallying the points. You get to see your weapons, and then you just start discussing. You're like, oh, yeah, I just got this purple weapon. Oh, sweet. What's it do? And you're all there talking to each other. And then you're like, oh, let's go back to Fort Tarsus. Let's do it again, right? I, I totally got it when, when I was playing it. But when I first started, I was like, oh, it's lame. They don't show it because remember the E3 trailer? Guy dropped an exotic weapon. He picked it up, and he was like, he's like, oh, it's the Yolden or whatever the fuck it was called. And you're like, oh, this is a nice gun. I've been looking at this for weeks. Don't tell Chuck or whatever whatever the I'll, video I'll tell was. You, I'll tell you another thing that that I, I, I don't want to piss off too many people, but I don't think you should be able to hit level 30 in the first week. Well, that's going to happen anyway. No, no, but I don't. I think the progression for levels. I think they need to slow down the, the leveling. You, you need to slow it down. Yeah, I think, like, the, it, I think the leveling in the demo was way too fast. We did one stronghold. I went from 12 to 15. But that's what I mean. I don't yeah. think you should be able to hit the the max level in the first week of the game. I agree. I think you should. I think there should be. Yes, you get good experience for doing the harder levels and whatnot. But I don't think it's a rush to thirty and then bitch about thirty. Not you thirty, but I'm at max level about now. It's, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I. I. It should be. It should be a little bit of a struggle, and you do specific things on purpose because you're trying to get levels up. But it's not like it's not like you're, you're I can't I speak too fast. I'm on caffeine. OK, you sh the, the goal of the game should not be I got to get to 30. Right. The goal of the game should right? just be the goal of the game is I'm here for the loot. Right. I'll get to 30 eventually. Right. Right. That's that's how you have to divide it up. You can't let it. You can't let the game become everyone just rushing to 30. You got to you got to stagger it enough to where. And don't make it two different levels either. Don't well, no, make it, it is. like high level and then the... No, it is. Know? It is because right now what it is, the the level 30 is for your pilot, okay? And your pilot is level 30. 
your and that gets your components unlocked and all your javelins unlocked and all the other stuff unlocked. The gear score is like the light level, okay, in Destiny where you can't get to Grandmaster 1 until you're done at level 30 and that all your gear is minimum epic. And to get to epic, I believe it's like 400. You have to be all gear on you is purple and then your gear score will be 400. Okay, so that's where it happens. That's the end game. Your main game is level 30, and then your gear score kicks in because you can't do certain things unless your gear score is high enough, which is the Grandmasters. Understandable. Which is end game, right? And if, you, and, if, and if you're done with end game, if you're not an end game player, then you can just continue on playing on hard, okay, and get epic gear, and you're going to start feeling like a god playing on hard or playing on normal because you're going to be slaughtering everything. But if you don't want to feel like a god and you want to challenge, you move yourself up to Grandmaster. And here's another great thing. You can just do solo Grandmaster stuff in free roam. You can just go make free roam Grandmaster and go around just killing things in Grandmaster. That's that's fun to me. You know what I mean? If you just want to jump on one day, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do some Grandmaster, but I can't do a stronghold with a group. I'm just going to go out in the world and do do Grandmaster stuff by myself. Maybe I'll get lucky and get a good drop. Right. And and you're leveling up your gun. You're leveling up uh you're you're unlocking like blueprints, you're doing missions, you're you're just playing the game and getting drops by just shooting and killing anything that you play, right? It's not about jumping through, going through super fast. Don't get me wrong, there's going to be people that do those strongholds super fast, which is part of the leaderboards. Right? Who can do a stronghold faster? Who can do it the most damage? Who can do the most combos? Whatever it is for the leaderboards, cool. But to go through the stronghold efficiently, you just getting the echoes, turning them in, and not shooting all the people and killing it. You're not getting XP. You're not. You're not leveling up your guns. You're not completing missions. You're not getting any XP. Not killing those people. You're just going to the end, killing the boss, and then collecting the loot and moving on. Right? You're missing loot if you don't kill people. I get at least an extra 10, 15 items for, for just picking, shooting people throughout the, through the match. Sometimes you shoot people, nothing happens. Other times, other people shoot people, you get a blue, green, white. It's all over the place. I don't know. I like it. I, I just like the fact that, again, player investment time in the game, they respect your player investment time so far that it seems. And I think it's just going to get better once the whole game comes out because the whole map's opened up. The map is in like this gigantic... Instead of 18, 18 square, it's 18 cubed, right? 18 miles cubed instead of 18 miles square because now it's not a flat map. It's it's depth, right? You can go in these little caverns and and, and, and valleys and gorges well, that, that's and, and the other part they, That's the other part that they don't talk about is like the map is the map, but then look at all the underground areas you have to go to. Look at all the caves you get to explore. You know, like there's like – I'm, but that, that, that to me is what makes it interesting. It's not just – the map is there. And the map, that's why I think it took them so long, because you have to make a map interesting enough to where you don't know the map the first day you got it, because there's there are different elevations or different things to go to. There might be hidden caves someplace like those are the things that make ex map exploration fun, because as you're running around looking for stuff, you might find a cave or you might find something else. Or maybe you have to go underwater to get to this other section of the map that you don't know it was there. Like those kind of things make exploration worthwhile. It's not just, okay, I'm in this section. Okay, I'm in this section. Okay, I'm over here now. And, and then that's it, right? Layers, layers make it interesting. Like I, I, 
what happens if you're just flying around and a ship just comes on, uh, hovers in the air and starts dropping off guys? They just start trying to attack whatever's there, like that kind of thing, right? Or what happens? What happens if in your server there's ten or twelve guys playing on your server, and only four? Period. What I'm trying to say is, if you're in the area, sorry guys, I was muted because I coughed. And then the ship, the ship comes over, it starts dropping off guys, and they sets a public event, and then it says call for help, and you fire the flare. You know, you could throw, you could toss the flare for a thing, or you could shoot a flare, and let everybody else know on the server that you need fucking help right now. Like you shoot the flare up, and then everybody sees the flare, and then you go, okay, we got through this section of the map, and then there's a public event because it calls people to go there. Like instead of everyone doing their lone wolf stuff, right? Once again, same stuff we talked about Destiny. Rewind four years. We talked about the same kind of thing. Possibilities of keeping people interested while they play the game, they're there. Right. If you can make a special, if you can make a, a a public event, then you can make a public event in many different ways. You know, it doesn't have to be the same public event every time. They, they've they've changed it up. So in these public events that they have, the same spot where a public event happens, they have like five or six on rotation there. So it's not always the same public event that's happening there, right? So it, that's that's a nice change up. The cataclysms, where you're talking about the map design, <clears throat> which I think is cool, they said when the shaper storms come, they can change the landscape. So let's say you do know the map really well, and then all of a sudden a shaper storm comes in a certain section of the map, and now just throws something that you've never seen before, and the section where you knew stuff was, you now don't know anything about it, and it's like that for like two weeks. You know what I mean? You have no or, idea. Or, or maybe there's a part of the map you can't get to until the shaper storm happened. Right. Right? So they talked about... And this is from a, a YouTuber. I forget what her her, her tag was uh, on YouTube. She said she played the, the demo build earlier. And she said when a Shaper Storm happened, or one of the storms happened, <clears throat> it added this giant tree in the middle of nowhere. It just appeared, right? And, like, these weird enemies came out, and, they, and she fought them. And when they, she played the Shaper Storm or the Firestorm, whatever it's called, in the demo, nothing like that happened. Just the Ash Titan happened. So she's like, just let you guys know, different things do happen. Good, right? That's, so that's that's what you need, right? And that's, that's why I think what is, you need. That's why I think is cool. Now people were kind of pushing back a little bit. They're like, well, I didn't even know the Asher Storm thing was going on, and they were like, they were lacklustered by it. And I'm like, it was first of all, it was a demo. Right? They're just teasing you what they could do, and second of all, they shouldn't have to announce it. Going, hey everybody, there's an Ash Titan on the map over Does here. Does anybody else remember like what an old demo was? It was just a small oh, section. Is everybody too old now? You guys don't remember what an actual demo was? A demo gave you a slice of the game. You had no idea what else was in the game at all. Zero. They just told you, here are the mechanics of the game. Here's what's going to happen. This is what the kind of gameplay is. It. They didn't tell you every fucking thing there was going to be in the game in the demo. And I don't have to have a roadmap <laughs> given to me while I'm playing the demo. Let me know what right. I'm missing out on because right. it's not in the demo. Like That's not how it was. People were just complaining because they couldn't find the Ash Titan. And I'm like, okay, well, if you want to fight the Ash Titan, the next time, get the walk game around. and walk around and try to find him. That's what happened. Fly, fly around. You didn't have to walk. Fly around. Yeah, it was, it was, they, it was, they it was pretty funny. They cry for everything. If it doesn't happen immediately, they're crying. So so I'm going to be playing Division 2 tonight after, after this show. I'm going to try the demo out. I looked at it, and I think it's great. But I don't think I'm going to pick it up now because after I played Anthem, Anthem ruined me because of how fast you move and the verticality, okay, where you can fight on the ground, you can fight two feet above the ground, 
You can fight 10 feet above the ground. You can fight 1,000 feet above the ground. The hovering mechanic, the way you can fly super fast to get out of there, it just feels so good. Going to Destiny, all you can do is jump three times, right? You can't. You can dodge and stuff, but just the, the movement in Anthem is so good. And then in Division, the fighting is tuck and roll, hide behind a thing, pop up, shoot, pop up, shoot, pop up, shoot. There was no cover fire here. It was just constant moving. Constant moving and dodging and power and just power. And I honestly, I, I'm not going to get both games. I'm going to play the demo. I, I was watching people play it earlier today. I think it looks great. When he was in the in the uh, the base of operations and all the things you can create and make, I was like, oh, this is getting me. My brain's like, I like this, right? I like stuff like that. But I'm like, I, I don't have time for both of these games. Right? I have no time for these games. I'd rather play the shit out of Anthem and then be like, I have everything that I want at this moment. All right, I'll take a break and I'll go play a different looter shooter, right? Uh, the same enemies that spawn out of nowhere and ambush you. What is that? What? Oh, remember the uh, demo disc? You got the game magazines? Oh, yeah. The game magazine discs were the, were the best. I used to love it. I remember one of the demo discs I got for Demolition Derby for uh, for PlayStation. Was it two or one? One. I love that. I played. I didn't buy. I never bought the game. I just kept playing the demo disc. Like I play the demo disc for about fifty hours. Uh, I see. I, I'm all, all I'm now doing is brainstorming what Grandmaster should be like. What else can they do? Like you, you don't know, know what they that, can do. You, you know how much time the guy sits there before he shoots you? That can be lowered. You know, like they give you enough time to move around. Right now, they, now you have to move quicker because it gets to start shooting at you. And by the way, when they start shooting at you, your 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 mech goes down. The energy goes down quick. Oh yeah, it goes down right. quick. You start overheating. Like it doesn't have to, but the, the, I don't. I don't appreciate the fact that everyone goes ape shit about bullet bullet sponge for for grandmaster when when the the actual way you can make things harder is so much more varied than just bullet sponge. Here, here's where I say that if there was no end game, if there was no end game, it would be the exact same end game that we got for Destiny and the exact same end game we got for Division. That's the worst case scenario. The best right. case scenario is that they actually give us an end game. That's it. That's it. There was no end game for Destiny. There was no end game for Division when it first came out. Both stories, both campaigns were decent. Okay, but there was no end game. So see, I I think of this game more as a story driven multiplayer. Yeah, co-op multiplayer shooter. And then and I'm good. Everything else after that is bonus. Right? right? Right. If I play the game for 100 hours, I play through the story, I'm Mr. Super Iron Man, I enjoy myself, and I'm done, and then I go play something else, and then when they start releasing more stuff, I come back to the game to continue playing, and by the way, according to them, it's free, it's which all it free. is. It's all free. So, yeah. it's, it's they're in a good position. Let's put it this way. They're in a good position, because if Apex is doing well being a free-to-play game with, with skins to play, and this one is just cosmetic right just cosmetics okay just cosmetic uh, they're in a good position man this is this might be good for them i this hope is a good position. i hope bioware gets the credit they deserve i hope the game is great i think it's going to be good i um i don't i don't think it's going to last like destiny i don't think it's going to be as popular as destiny because games like that if, if you try to hold a candle to games like that you're, you're going to be disappointed i think it's going to have its own fan base i think it's going to have its own uh, like Coke like, and Pepsi, right? Like I, 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 I listen. I, I'm, I'm not putting down Destiny at all, right? 
Destiny, you have to remember now, Destiny was the first game to incorporate the lore, the story, this epic thing about this brand new IP, this brand new right. concept. Even though other games have done it in the past, a little bit here, a little bit there, it wasn't done in the scope that Destiny did it. Right, right. Okay? And so people are going to be drawn to that one because it was the first Okay, and it is the king of the looter shooter at this point. I should have went with my first. Now there's going to be other people to try out. We're going to see what happens. I should have went with my. Deal. I should have went with my first opinion when I first saw Destiny. We were playing Defiance. Remember, we were playing Defiance, and we had the public events that happened. You had a hundred people on the screen, right? And then Destiny showed the trailer, and they're like, "You can play with nine other people, or whatever it was, to do the public event." And I was like, "What's the big deal? I'm playing a hundred people right now. Like, I don't understand." Right, but, it, but even listen, but even though it was a little, it was a little glitchy. It was still hilarious to watch fifty guys on ATV, yeah, ATVs flying, flying in with the cars the and stuff, yeah. right? And to to fight the giant boss guy, it was still fun to watch. It was just funny to me because I was like, "What's the big deal? It's not really that important." And then, and then here is Destiny four years later. And I was like, "Yeah, I knew exactly what it was when I saw the trailer five years ago." I was like, eh, "Okay, it's like so." All right. That is the end of the episode. Episode 158 is in the can. I appreciate you guys coming out and watching, hanging out. Uh, make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Make sure you follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore Gaming on Twitter as well. We're here every single Thursday from 8 p.m. on Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming. We stream... Uh, we talk about a uh, weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. If you missed any part of this broadcast, you can watch it past broadcasts on, on YouTube. You can listen to us on the audio version on iTunes. You can also listen to us on Anchor.fm. Uh, so all these platforms you can listen to the past broadcast. I do appreciate you guys listening and watching. Don't go anywhere. This segment is over. I'm going to end this show, and then I'm going to go directly into uh, The Division. And then we're going to check out The Division. I appreciate you guys uh, coming out. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.